What's up, guys? I'm Justin Norton from Atlanta Custom Wraps and Wrap Life. I'm here today with my boy Do It with Dan. It's your boy Do It with Dan, and today we're starting our our podcast series here on YouTube and whatever other platform you're listening it to. What's up with you, buddy? It's good to see you, man. Good to see you too. It's been a while. It's been a long time it has. since we've sat down to do a video. It has. I think we kind of like totally just had so much going on this winter. We like put rap life to the side for a moment and had to focus on some other shit that we got going on. Much to like both of our dismay too. It wasn't like it wasn't like right. both of us were like, nah, fuck that shit, or like we were both no, like, not man. At all. I want to fucking make videos, but the world <laughs> right. sucks right now. Yeah, no, it wasn't like that at all, man. I think it, you know, um, I think people just don't realize how much shit we have to deal with, like, on a daily basis, right? So, uh, both of us, for different reasons, but but I think it's a common misconception of, like, you see these videos and you see, you know... It, anyone on youtube really for Have that matter heirs, right it, it's like man there's there's so much more involved in it than just hey here we got a camera like do something cool well it starts like, out that way i mean sure, sure but, but like there's a lot more that goes into it it's not it's never and, that simple right. if it was like hey just go do your taxes you absolutely know? <laughs> you know <laughs> go absolutely. your driver's license right but it, it's not man and then you pile on the day-to-day um, you know, I deal with the shop every day and then I deal with building McLaren's every night and, and then to try to squeeze in like at some time to do anything is, is insane. And, and when I do get time, I don't know about you, but when I get time, I can't wait to just get away. I don't want to do anything else. Like yeah. the second I get some like free time, I don't yeah. want to go anywhere. I don't want to do anything. I want to sit at the house. I want to enjoy my toys. I want to be at the shop, like playing. I don't want to be like. See, like I'm, I'm mixed on that though, because Danielle's a lot like that. So, like our free time, like even today, she, you know, she's. I just want to stay at the house and chill and lay out on the back deck. I don't want to do anything, you know. But if I were to lay around the house for just one day, you'd feel like shit. I would feel like I accomplished absolutely nothing and totally wasted a day. So I can't do it. But, it's, it's very hard to like, especially with right. what you do, to like let yourself have that. Yeah. Like let well, yourself have a day. I'm such a dr- well, and I'll have a day. I just can't have a day of of sitting on the couch or sitting at the house. Like if it's you know if I got a day off, like I'm hitting the mountain or go out and have fun. Yeah. I mean, not like I'm going to a club or partying. Yeah, we have different I, ideas I of the, fun than a lot of people. That's right. You know? Yeah. A lot of people. Yeah. I wonder what people really do think. Like, I, their thought of what we do out on our own time compared to what we really do <laughs> in our own time. You're like, man, I bet those guys are out partying 24/7. Right. It's like yeah. I'm in bed by like, you know, I'm I go to bed late, but yeah. I'm at home by nine. <laughs> yeah, I was thinking about that earlier. Actually, I had to stop at the gas station, and and some young kid uh, was drooling over the car and. Oh man, if I, if I just had that car for one weekend, you know, blah blah blah, and I, and I know what he was thinking, and and then but what I was thinking was totally different, like different completely. Yeah, I look at that car and I'm like, all right, I can have some fun in the mountains and and unwind with that car, and 
he's looking at it like I could pick up some strange and ball out and flex hard with that shit for the weekend. Yo, in all fairness. And I don't give a damn about none, none of, of that. that right? None of that at all. Like, I totally care less. I don't know what it is about these cars, too, because they do, they do pull, like, a certain they kind. They it's do. not like I'm, I've ever bought a car and hoped that it would. Right. I just found it odd. Like, I think the first day I got it, I went to Dick's Sporting Goods, and, like, a couple of moms were hollering at me. Right. Like, and I was like, well, hold on. I just got the thing. Like, I don't <laughs> want to. Calm down, like, Cougar. Let's, let's, take, let's take it easy. Even when, when you remember when we took photos at the uh, at that church place with the Corvettes? When they yes. Were, even though, yes. you remember those ladies? I do. The moms? I do. Yo, these they, things are, like, They were mom. attacking us like tigers at a church. So if you literally, want, we yeah. were at a church. We were literally at a church. Like, <laughs> holy yeah. shit! You're oh man, pulling trim in front of the pasture in the Corvette. You know, I, I could tell you some stories, but hmm. it's funny how our like. I think everybody wants a car that they think is cool or they like the way it looks, right? But I think it's cool to see how people's perception and and desires for cars change over the years, right? So, you know, going back to even being 16, having this cool little custom uh, mini truck, like, because that was the, the thing back in the day. And, beat on. and that was the only thing I could afford, you know? So, like, that was... But, you know, so I made it cool. But back then, it was... You know, I wanted to look cool for the girls at school or... or show you know, out. Show out and meet some people cool and all that kid. and now like I, even the mclaren when i bought when i got the mclaren the 720 mclaren i literally had a thought in my head initially that i had just bought the ugliest most expensive car i've ever bought you didn't and like it aesthetically i hated the way it looked and i still to this day I'd like to slap whoever designed the quarter panels on that car. Like, I get it. They did it for aerodynamics, so I can respect it. But it looks like a, like a flat-bottom girl, like a flat ass. Like, like an ass that you it does. This, it goes back into nothing. You have this nothing. nice, curvy, thick, like, beautiful front end, oh. and then it just... Like, if the wing's like, down, it just falls off it into, does. like, a Like a puppy ass. dog. You ever see, like, a dog yes. with its tail tucked? It's, That's how McLaren so, yeah. kind of looks it's sometimes. So, it's ugly to me. But the, that big wing, when it's up, when you know, when you're using the air it, dam? It's got the style to it. But when it's down, it, so, but it... But the thing is, my point to that was, I, I, didn't, I didn't give a shit that I thought the car was ugly. I was buying the car because I knew what it would do. And, you buying it for And how it would reasons. perform. So... That's what I'm talking about. It's kind of crazy how to see how, or, you know, when you look back on people and think about different cars you've had, how how you bought, you know, Why things you for different, them. Yeah, yeah, you buy them for different reasons and, and that evolves with age, so. Man, that's, and that's how it was for a lot of it. Like, when I grew up in, like, I, when I went to school down in South Georgia, the, the community, the, the scene was trucks. Mm-hmm. That's what everyone had, off-road yep. trucks. That's what I bought. I bought Were it so I could be... lifted trucks or... Of lowered. course. They're, of okay. course, they're lifted, you know. Okay. Lower trucks didn't really seem to want to come back until, like, the to like the late 10s, the 2010s, I, I feel yeah. like. Um, but yeah, and I still don't know if they came back. Yeah. We're pushing it. Yeah. I mean... <clears throat> well, and when I think of, like, lower trucks, I'm thinking about, like nopey days of like mini trucks like real mini trucks so you it was an s10 yeah, i was gonna say it's an s10 there wasn't truck a bunch you? of full-size 
Yeah, trucks, you like know, the um, the Toyota, like the T100s. Yeah, like those yeah, were technically the mini Nissan trucks. Hard bodies. And... Wow. There's a dude around here who's got a really cool Rising Sun Japanese flag on his hood, yeah. and it's it's gorgeous looking. Yeah. yeah. But I do like the mini trucks, but yeah, I had I had a couple of them, man, that were like body dropped, and I had one on hydraulics and one on bags. Well, you had a hydraulic truck. I did. Like I did. Like low rider hydraulic. Like laid. Played body. It was body drop. Did you have switches? Would you go competitions yeah, and win shit by bouncing? Yeah, all Dude, that good shit. I had no idea yeah. that you were into low riding. That is yeah, so I have to show fucking. You some pictures next please. Time you come up. Did like, you have one of the beds that came up too, and no, they like tilted? You I didn't wanna... do the tilt bed because mine was so cut up. Like it was just barely like it. I yeah, mean, it was, it was like it was like four pieces of sheet metal that were still welded together. I mean, it was a bed, you know, but <laughs> it the center of it was, again, we like, you know, I had this huge C-notch in it. and You had to have to get it low. Absolutely. Especially like, with the old school, like, hydraulic systems to get those yeah, chassis to work. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and it, like, first I did it where it would just, like, lay frame, and I thought that was cool. And then I was like, oh, I want to body drop it. That was, like, a horrible mistake. Body bro. drop... Just so I understand, that's when you like kind of like cut the bottom part of the body off so it can lay even flatter on the frame. No, so they like they literally like cut the floorboard out and and it like drop it down. They drop the whole body down. They like drop the body inches. on the frame so it like that's, sits that's lower right. on the frame. So it sits flush with the frame. And you Damn. but but they don't tell or what they didn't tell me when I did that was like the you're gonna lose like four inches of clearance in the truck. So like. Oh, you were hitting your yeah, head. Yeah, the pedals are like the pedals are already rubbing the floor because it's like, yeah, the floor pan just come up four inches. So Dude, that's ridiculous. It was a shit show, man. It was, I had a lot of fun with it, and at, at that time, I was young enough that like it gave me a lot of experience with different things. So suspension, engine, like transmission, we, like a early on build. Yeah, yeah, it really was, and. And I totaled my first one, uh, and then my second one. I, I think uh, I think we totaled. How'd you, how'd you total that first one, Justin? Um, was that the uh, the? Drift? You know what? It's it's been long enough that it doesn't really matter. I don't think if I say it, but yeah, that was that was the drift that you know of. So yeah. don't make me don't make don't let me make you say something you don't want, you want to. But it's a, it's a fun it. story. Okay, I well, like the story. So I got this truck when I was like 15, and. Uh, and just kept doing stuff to it, and make you know, working on it all the time. And and I would, starts. I got a job. My first job was at Dairy Queen, and I literally you used to work at Dairy Queen. I swear to God, I can't what make this do? shit up. What did you do? Were you the Dairy Queen? I oh, man, I worked the drive-through. I worked the counter. I worked all that shit. I can see everything I, can see I young do, Justin sir. hustling at a Dairy Queen Absolutely. right now, like fucking slinging Absolutely. them. I used to work at a Dairy Queen. I, man, it doesn't matter what I do. Whatever I do, I'm gonna do a thousand percent. That's but, true. So, anyways, I, not for I, me, for you. I watch <clears> you do everything you do a hundred percent. Well, even back then, man, I would get off the bus and um, and I would walk about a mile and a half, two miles to the Dairy Queen to work, work till ten o'clock at night because that's how late they were open. And you couldn't get her to drop you off at the Dairy Queen. Be like, bitch, drop know, me off at right? DQ and I'll hook you up with a blizzard or something, bitch. She wouldn't. She was a bitch. Um, so yeah, I walked to work, saved all this money. Anyway, I, I'm 16, I get my driver's license. The weekend, or I get it on like a Thursday, I think it was. 
soon as I get my driver's license, it was Nopi Nationals weekend. And, like, now that I don't think, does it even exist anymore? I don't think Nopi's is a big deal. I don't think it does. I don't think it even happens. But back then, that was, like, the car show of, like, like, it was the biggest car show in the country, I think. And it would take up, like, it used to be at Lakewood, and then they moved it to Atlanta Motor Speedway. Filled up Lakewood pretty quick, I bet. It did. But but anyway, so I built this truck and and like the weekend I, I turned sixteen, it was Nopi and I take it down there and believe it or not I won first place in my class. So What was your class? Like uh I think it was I forget mini trucking okay. street something like I forget the exact class. It just says first place on my Nopi trophy, so it doesn't really say the class. But anyways, I I just to give you an idea of like, I, I worked my ass off. I built this truck that was cool as shit for a 16 year old. I was loving it. And <clears throat> I went to Woodstock High at the time. And they had just built this new school. We were the first class of the new school. So they had this beautifully paved four lane road. Like the four lane road dead ended into the school. That's how you guys got. So it was That's like right. kind of like fucking summit, where you go down that road <clears> and it's all of a sudden it's summit. Right. So yeah. So we're like, guys, this beautiful paved road, no speed bumps or nothing, and here comes you, Justin in his mini truck. <laughs> no, it was cool, man. Like as you were coming in to the school you like come up to the top of this hill and there was a red light there was a neighborhood on each side and then it went down a hill to the left and then to the right as it was going downhill and it kind of bottom out at the bottom and then it would go back up a hill right then it does sweep to the right yeah, so it would you know it would go down left and then come back right I know what road you're talking and about and it would go <laughs> up you know and then like right there's the school so yeah, every day that I got an opportunity, <laughs> I would stop. I would make sure I hit the red light. Like no one else wanted to hit the red light. I wanted to hit the red light and be the first one in line. I would nail it as hard, like you know, I would break it and, or uh, you know, pedal break it and Fucking and leave as hard as I could. Yeah, and it always had a buddy with me, right? So. We'd, you know, get our chuckles off. And you got to the bottom of the hill because the bed of the truck was so light, it it would bounce with the shitty suspension on it, and it would kick the ass out, and I would stay in it and just kind of... I, that was my... Through the turn. So that was it? my first experience learning to drift. That's like your move, right? Was. That was like your it move. It was, and that was like my signature shit for about a month. Jano's left to right drift bottom out. Yes. I don't know. Yes, Some, whatever you want to call it, but... But I had that shit dialed in for about a month. And a buddy called me one night, and for whatever reasons I won't say, we were meeting at the school. It was a little S10 <laughs> truck with a bench seat, and I had two chicks with me. Imagine that, like 16, got a cool truck, got two chicks on a bench seat. We're going to the school. We were not supposed to be there. It was obviously very late, and we... We hit the red light perfect. So I'm thinking in my head, I'm about to show off. I'm going to get lucky with one of these chicks. No warning to them. No warning no to them. No warning. That's no, fucking hilarious, No warning by the way. whatsoever. You're just, like, in your head, you're like perfectly lined up. Yeah, they have I'm no like, fucking clue. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to show these chicks. I'm a badass. I got this. I'm a driver. Yeah. 
take off, go down the hill. We hit the little part at the bottom of the hill, and I'm, this is all going perfect. The girls are screaming all the way down the hill. This is cool. I'm a rock star. It hits the bottom. It kicks the ass out. And I'm like, yeah, this is where it gets really good. And so I'm driving with my right arm, got the windows down, and the chick in the middle grabs my right arm and pulls on it. Mind you, that's what's steering the truck. Right. So the truck spins around. It jumps the curb, but there was like this really thick sewer drain. I still don't know why it's that thick, but it had to be like a two-foot thick sewer drain thing. And as the truck's sliding over the curb, mind you, it hits that sewer drain thing. And when it did, it just, the truck went to flipping and it, it was a... Fucking it was a horrible situation. Oh, man. dude! It it really was, and they were they were screaming and crying, and <clears throat> one of them had a, a couple, I think, a broke arm and hand, and I don't, and I, you know, and the whole time I'm over here pissed about the truck, and it's fucking and wrecked. ready to kill her. Yeah, yeah, she's like over there crying about her broke hand, and I'm like, do you see what you just did? Your bones broke <laughs> back. <laughs> At that age, man, I was I was. There goes your a, everything, you know. Yeah, like, that's my that was fucking my whole everything, life, man. So I was, and of course, like I couldn't take responsibility for it at that age. At that age, I'm like, it's your fault. And even now, I'm still like, that shit would have went a lot different if you wouldn't have grabbed my arm. I don't even know right? who she is, but it's that bitch's fault. You know, I'm saying. I she, think everyone would agree. She with that. knows if you follow us, you know, you know it's your fault. So. Right. If, but <laughs> if not, and you're 16, let that be a lesson. There's a time and a place for everything. I, Showing I out know. at 16 is rough. <clears throat> it's hard, man. It is. It's, it's so hard. fucking bad. <laughs> it's, I, I mean, you know, I don't know, man. Like, being involved in cars all the way up into to now, it's been hard. It's just different levels of hard. Like, it's a rough industry to break into it really is and and it, it, it's it's crazy how um incredibly different it can go for you so it to me it you know for some people these cars are life-changing in such a positive way and have such a positive impact and they don't ever get hurt and they don't ever get in trouble on the other hand, if you do stuff a little out of bounds, then you end up in jail in the hospital. And pretty quick. Yeah. Pretty quick. And, and, and it can all happen just that fast. So, like literally. Yeah. Even if it's unintentional and it's a 100%. ZL1 stuffed in a tree. Um, it, yeah, the tree was at the end, though. That was like... Well, I'm saying, in, <laughs> in that case, you weren't showing off or doing anything stupid, but it still just happened that quick. Yeah. Um, it's you know so but you know so it can tires. go bad or it can go it can go amazing so and it can happen at any given moment <laughs> like it's really there's no guarantee one of the things that I know you've been working on with yourself is like mm -hmm. pacing yourself yeah like in a way where you're like comfortable because man it's really hard to go out there and push yourself without also like scaring or endangering other people and that's one thing yeah. I know you take really fucking care of is. yeah for sure man when it comes to like like mountain racing which uh, i assume that's what you're talking about but yeah. I mean, um, like, what else do we do anymore you know yeah I, i've kind of i've kind of gotten out of drag racing i i've really it's boring yeah i don't 
it doesn't excite me anymore, man. I don't want to offend anybody by saying that because I know there's going to be there's hardcore drag racers that probably follow absolutely. probably follow me, definitely follow you, absolutely. and like. And I've spent most of my life drag racing. That's so. the only kind of racing that I've ever done. I mean, street race, street drag race is different, but like. that's right. Well, look, let's face it. And in, in America is the easiest form of racing to get involved in. Yeah, it doesn't you can go drag race with any car you want. Like literally bracket racing, you could take your shitty, you know, beat up $800 S10 and you could go bracket race on Set Sunday. Set it up at the tree, lettery. That's it. You know, and it's all run about your 17 It's nine. all about consistency. <laughs> That's right, you know. Um, but yeah, drag racing's been great for me over the years, man, but it's it's crazy um how little I care about it now and cuz like what's the point? You know, like I think I'm just I'm bored. I'm bored with it. it it's to me, it's you spend a ton of money, a ton of time getting ready. Then you travel out of town most of the time and Drive four, pray five, to ten God hours. something doesn't break. Get a hotel, all this other stuff, like just to go make a pass and hope you get through qualifying and through like maybe first round, second round, you know, whatever. Yeah. If you're lucky, there's three or four rounds and then you're in the final. So. Uh, so for me, like going up and, and running through the mountains is like, I don't have to wait in staging lanes. I mean, I wait, you have to, I, I have like to make cool sure there's sesh. no, you don't have to like intermingle with, a, and you know, some people would so, argue that that's a fun part of the race <clears throat> days is like getting to hang out in the pits but you know and what? see rides and so stuff. Like, but. It's been kind of wild. Danielle and I just went this past week and and I think it hit me harder than it ever has before, um, which kind of scares me. It It's changed for me in the mountains um, over the past couple of years. And and so there is a lot of intermingling. And, and I mean, what I mean by that, you know, we we went to the Dragon last week, and, and it was like on a Wednesday, it was a crazy... I can't. Right. It, yeah, it was seventy degrees out, Not seventy-five degrees. It, yeah, and it was just one of those. It was like the first warm day we've had. Uh, so everybody's at work, everyone's in school, and I told D like, "Let's go. We're gonna go run the mountain. There's not gonna be anybody there." So we get up in the morning, we go up and we run it, and and when we pull in, even though like Killboy and and all those places are closed, they've still got employees that watch over the place, do right. maintenance and stuff. And so one of the guys, like, waves us over as we're pulling into the Dragon, he's like, hey, man, you know, good to see you, blah, blah, blah. And we're all rooting for you to take the record this year, and, and we want to see you be king of the hill. And and so, like, that was really cool. And then we, you know, I felt like I got some local support. And then... Which was... A great time too, because like yeah. this was like when we were kind of going through our mm -hmm. own shit, you know. You like, Absolutely. Like you and I yeah. were both believe. Like it's, I think it's fair well, to say everyone has ups and downs, you know. We were absolutely. just kind of like we've been down. We for were like burned out yeah, from exhausted. the winter. Yeah, and um, and I and I really needed that trip, but and it's, you know it's kind of weird because it's a catch twenty two for me, um, and. You know, a lot of people just know that I like to go up there and I race through the mountains and all that and I try to set records. But in reality, for, that is the case. But but for me, that's that's an escape. So, you know, I didn't, 
easy to I didn't those. really like th there wasn't an application process for fame or or success like no and, notoriety like right and and even you know even with like Netflix and stuff when I do remember Danielle and I looking at each other going you know if we do this we can't turn back like like once you're it's out there. once you're out there and you have that little bit of fame it's it's gonna stick with you so we're either gonna deal with it or we're not and we chose to which is fine and and we're it's been great for us but I've used the mountains as a way to escape from you know seeing I don't I never want people to think of me as that asshole or or some, you know, oh, he's he made a little bit of money or has some cool cars, and now he's too good to say hello. So I don't even want to deal so with I'm, him. You're right, and I know you're the same way. But so we are those ones <clears throat> when I see someone at the gas station that or they recognize me and say something, then I'll say hello back, and and you know we we spend some of our time Shoot the shit, doing that, um, a and lot of our time. taking pictures or whatever. So. So the mountains have been an escape for me, but here recently it's not. And so just that day, you know, it was cool to get the support from the local. Danielle and I run up the mountain. We probably had one of the, we did. We had one of the best passes I've had in in a long, long time. Certainly the fastest pass in the C8. And Which it sounds ridiculous to say that like it's like oh well you know I only did it in the C8 my my other mid-engine supercar you know, <laughs> right versus like you know I know that shit's mind blowing to me buddy it really is um I I still like can't believe life has dealt me what it has and and blessed me the way it has but my whole point to that was we get to the top of the mountain and a bike pulls up um. Like no headlight, no tail light, full blown track race bike. Uh, on on you know he, he he's one of the local racers and and just as I got out of the car, he pulls up and he's like, man, I I I really I thought I could catch you and keep up with you and and you know I was gonna I gave it everything I had, but I just I couldn't. And then his buddy rolls up and he's like, yeah, I tried to catch the son of a bitch last year and I couldn't. And then before you know it, it was about seven or eight bikes at the top of the mountain on a Wednesday when no one else should be there. Talking you know, about how like they can't catch you in on the a car. off season, and they're talking about stories they heard of me driving up there. So even so, now it's it's bled into even up there. Um, that's that's I can't almost get more away of like from a, it. a local legend, um, rather, you know, which is cooler, like in my opinion. And, and so it is, man. Like the Loch Ness monster, Bigfoot, you know, it's kind of like I've heard uh, stories, but <clears throat> to see him is right. different, you know. That's cool. You know, I think something that stuck with me, um, like I, I've heard my grandparents tell stories about moonshiners and drivers, and and back then, those guys were doing some shit that I would consider extremely scary. Like mountain runs for me and this and the mid end headlights, tail lights. Oh, I got the best ceramic brakes in the world. And like got, yeah, look at your tires. Like, yeah, these old dudes were like running downhill with no brakes on flathead floor. No headlights, two yeah, o'clock moonlit. That's but, like moonshining. But you know, my grandfather still can tell you who was the drivers and who weren't. And Man, 129 has been that runs, you know, through several states. Yeah. It's, it's famous moonshine road, and 
and so there's some like heritage there and and yeah it, it's cool to i think for some of us like money really isn't it for me like there, there's things in life that if i were to die today and in the regard i would I would, couldn't be proud or care about what's in the bank account so much as much as I do about like what 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 did I leave behind and how do people view me and if I'm I want to die a legend in uh, in something or several things but I want to be that legend that man that people tell stories about long after I'm gone. I mean, it, that's cool. That, I think everybody and, wants that. You're right. Yeah, like, but yeah, there's not a lot know, of people who they? are willing. I don't I don't think everyone does, but I, I think there's a desire for it, right. but like that desire is not is is strong. Like it's not as right. driven, right? Yeah. Like you have a lot of drive for that kind of shit. I do, man. And but it's all I I only do for certain things. And I think that's important that that people understand that you got to find what's right for you. I get a lot of, um, you know, the rap industry and literally like mountain racing, uh, cars is that's, that's me. Like, that's my thing. That's, and I get a lot of messages like Justin, you're inspiring. How can I get into the rap industry and whatnot? Like, I love getting the messages saying that I'm inspired or inspirational some way and maybe I help someone's day or, or help motivate them. That's, that is awesome. That's the best compliment we can get. But good. right. That's fulfillment inside. Um, but at the same time, you can't see my success in in the rap industry and just decide that that's for you. Like, it's not. Nobody you has gotta any find, idea. Right? Yeah, you got to find what's what's in it for you, you or like like what your thing is. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. And, and a lot of people don't know this about you, but like while you I, – I know this about you. You are very good and passionate about what you do, mm-hmm. but it's not what gets you out of bed. Right. Like that's – like you're not going to want to wrap cars when you're done wrapping cars. Like no. of course you're going to because it's, what you're, it's your thing, but – you only do the rapping to kind of like supply the shit that you really like. Um, I mean, I, I, yes and no. It, it's turned into that, or turned into a business that I have to run. I, I never wanted to necessarily. I wasn't like driven to be an entrepreneur or yeah, or be a big businessman. Wake up and you're like, I'm gonna run a company and no. I'm gonna have employees no. and I'm gonna have a rap shop. No way. As, as no. far as I remember, I remember you telling me your story of like getting into rapping, almost kind yeah. of being like, Hey, I'm it, gonna try to make money at this and get, it like just kind of happened. Right. Yeah, but so I say that to say like that passion for taking a vehicle and changing its appearance and making it you know, my vision of unique and better, um, is very much there. And that does get me out of bed. I think, I think that that does get me out and gets me to the shop every morning. Um, it's, it's the running the business side that has me wanting to run out the door by lunch. Like I'm, I didn't make it very far in school. Like, I'm not a good classroom person. I'm not a, I don't know, like, I don't, I, I think I'm good with people, but in short, short. It has to I, be a limit to everybody, dude. Right. And in and your so, freaking line of work. 
yeah. some of the shit you deal with, like even yeah. on like the small stuff that I've seen, is miserable. Yeah, some of it can be, and and but you know, not even that as much as it's like. Um, I really loved wrapping cars when I started. I still do. If I if it was just me and a buddy, or me and Brian, or whatever in the shop wrapping cars, and there wasn't the stress of deadlines and this and that, it's amazing. But the shop's gotten so big now that it's it's bigger than all of that. It's bigger and than both of your parking lots. Yeah, <laughs> like, you know, we, we keep outgrowing our buildings, which is great. This That's a blessing. I'm so proud of it and so happy for it. But, um, but you know, when I got into this, like, and even now, I don't think of myself as, like, a great manager or, really? you don't uh, or entrepreneur or... I mean, it's just weird. Like, I don't, I don't like managing people or or telling people what to do or, you know, like I'm I, bad at that. I hate. I that really shit. don't. I, you know, I, I want to do this. Like, I, I just wanted, um, and still do. Like, you know, when I in my free time, I like being in the shop around cars with my closest buddies shooting the shit, making something cooler. Like, that That's part of shit. it is awesome. That is the life. Um, dealing with, like, the business and, and, like, just all the other, all the Payroll. things that you can't, yeah. Like dealing with, yes. like, your customers like, that come in that aren't I gotta go, Yeah, you got to go meet with a CPA, and you got to do this, and you got to do that, and why don't you have a receipt for this or that? You got to build the websites. You got to have... It's like constantly like, why didn't you do this? Why didn't you do that? Why? You should do this. You should do that. You need to do this. You need to... And I'm like, no, motherfuckers, I want to play with cars. I want to play like, stickers and go fast. That's right. what I fucking want to do. Somebody else deal with all that other shit. Just let me play with cars. <laughs> I'm going to be in here playing with yep. cars. I'll see you in two weeks. That's it, man. Leave the and, money at the door. Yeah, and every now and then it just becomes too much, and uh, and that's why I disappear into the mountains. And and I, you know, I think that's part of what that's, that's a small part of like being the fastest in the mountain um, is kind of special to me because it's just that if I don't if I don't want you to see me or catch me or talk to me or I don't want to deal with any... I, I can disappear, and there's nothing you can fucking do about it. Goodbye. <laughs> like, I'm just... I'm gone, and it's, I'll reappear when I want to appear. Um, I'd but, say, like, similar to, like, the feeling of, like, having the fastest car on the street, you know? That's it. Like, when you pull up to a stoplight, and it doesn't matter what pulls up next mm -hmm. to you, you're like, yeah. cool. Yeah. If I don't want you beside me or behind me or you whatever, won't you won't be. Goodbye. And there's nothing you can do about it. I'll drive out of your life. Call the cops. Um, they can't undo this burnout. Right. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah. So I don't know. It's um. I love the shop. The shop's been. The shop's just crazy, man. Every year, and and it seems like. You know, for so for a while now, it's. Every year we look at each other. You know, and this is even for you and I. Um, it seems like we look around and go, "This has got to be the peak, right? Like this has got to be the pinnacle. It can't, can't get any better." And then, and then that pressure of like everyone's like, "Well, what are you gonna do next? What's the next big thing? What you know?" I, I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of pressure in that. Um, 
Whether or not people and, realize it, there's there's oh my god ungodly. Oh my god, it's so much easier to not be on top. Like so much. I mean, even what even in cars, like I'm I'm rarely to never chasing anyone. It's it's someone always trying to catch my ass. So um, <clears throat> that's you know that's challenging in itself. But it seems like every year we're at this pinnacle, and and I can't believe what's happened and and I think to myself it can't get any better and then and then somehow some way with God's blessing um something comes up and it blows my mind again or pops into my head and it's like oh wow there's there's yeah we we got a whole nother level that we're going to go on and and it shit just keeps Getting bigger and bigger and bigger. (laughs) But you still got to deal with all that shit that was down here in that platform before. So Yeah, it's not like you're going to get away from it getting bigger. That's right. So every year you just pile it up. Like with your book of goods, come your book of bads. Like it's it's unfortunate. Sure. Yeah, I'm just saying, you know, there's always with more opportunities, more work and more responsibility and obligation. So, you know, and that did... It ends up becoming a lot to juggle sometimes. Um, a lot of times I'll look back and go, okay, I can see the results. I can see the effort. Mm-hmm. It's fucking worth it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. A lot of times. Yeah, yeah I and it know. Usually, it usually is. It usually is almost always worth it. But uh, there's a yeah. lot of times where I'm like, I just wish it fucking wasn't. Nah. I mean, I'm glad. You know, it's, it's always worth it. Um, we'll make sure of that, right? Like we're not going to accept... It's, I'm gonna do it till it is worth it. Um, I've already invested the time and effort. Might as well. Yeah, yeah. I'm gonna ride it out. So, uh, but it's cool, man. And you know, I've, I'm finally getting to a point where um, I've got the best crew. I've got the best crew in the industry. Like straight up, hands down. It's not being cocky or arrogant for what we do, which is color change wraps only we you know we occasionally will have i've got a buddy that does window tint he'll come in and tint windows for us and do things like that but but my crew my guys are are color change specialists that's all they do is color change wrap cars and and i've got the best crew ever so i'm excited to see what this next step will look like for us and and this new next chapter, this new journey, um, which will, you know, is, is inevitably me. I'm getting old. So, and I've done it for a long time (laughs) and I've worked really hard and there's different areas of the business that, that need my attention. So, um, not to say that I'm done rapping. I'm, I'm certainly not, but, but it's, it's great to see my guys really step up and take, new roles and leadership and um and put out you know what my you know what my standards are in your standards that's right that quality and and it's funny about those guys that like I, when you say you have the best team i always think about like the people you have on your on your crew mm-hmm. and it's such an odd group of people like it is i mean this in the it most is. We're, we're, i i'll mean the, this in the most positive way mm-hmm. they're they're so independent of each other they're so they're similar thinking individuals, but like they're completely different personality wise. Oh, they're God, all yeah. completely different effort wise as far as like 
how they operate, but they're all fucking hardcore workers, yeah. right? So I think like when a lot of people think of shops, well, you know, they're all a lot passionate. Of, it's a lot of copy paste people, very mm-hmm. similar people all working in the mm-hmm. same place, but man, like so completely individualized in in their personalities. They're so fucking funny and fun to they be are. around. It, it makes sense why they work. Yeah, and you know they're. We got a lot of similar characteristics, even though we're all so different um, and from different backgrounds, but but we all complement each other. So, you know, if everybody's on their game and doing their thing, um, we're, we're just an un, unstoppable team. And What'd you wrap that car at, SEMA? Remember the one that was uh, in, it was like 40 minutes? They told you to slow down twice. Yeah, it was an hour and 30 minutes. We had an Aston Martin wrapped in camo, and that we had a two-hour window, and they were like... Did you have to base it, too? Yeah. So you had to base it matte black, and then you yeah. did the camo pattern over it yeah. in an hour. And given, we brought in an extra set of guys that, yeah. that we've worked with before, so it was we had a big crew that day, but, um, but yeah. And then now we're hosting our own wrap contest in may um that's right you want to you want to talk yeah. about that you want to bring that out yeah so it's um i think yeah I, I don't think there's any reason i can't say it so may 8th um we've been asked to host a rap challenge and race event that'll be held by caffeine and octane at atlanta motor speedway hell yeah um and it'll be filmed for msnbc so that'll be cool i've Another TV, another TV show episode. underneath the belt. Yep, so that's fucking cool. That'll be our second time doing that show with with caffeine and octane. So uh, I did it back in season one, and but now I get to host it. So are you get to be the host this time? Yeah, um, well I'll be hosting it with Ricky Gadsden. Uh, I think maybe Brian Fuller. Um, yeah, I know, I know, um, Brian Fuller. He mm-hmm. he always makes he's. Actually, does I follow him on Instagram. Stuff, he does a lot of building. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. I, I, there's a lot of people I follow that are similar to him that mm-hmm. like I learn how to do stuff from them. Yep. He's been someone that I've watched. He was mm-hmm. he's the owner of yep. Ca- like essentially the guy who runs everything for Caffeine and Octane. Um, no, or? that's Bruce. That's Bruce. Okay. Yep. Yeah, Bruce owns it, but uh, but Brian owns Fuller Moto, and they they do like a lot of. Uh, he does a lot of sick-ass builds, man. Does he? Like, yeah, just everything. He kind of reminds me of an older version of you. I, I, He's into bikes, big good. into bikes, but but he also built some like really sick old schools. Just just odd shit, but but he built like the quality of the build and the welds, and uh, he's that makes me feel good. Man. You're comparing me to him. I'm sure he's yeah. not gonna be stoked about it if he comes across this video, but <laughs> right. like, I f- that makes me feel really good. Well, I, you know, you're both into bikes and just oddball cars and and different stuff. Not not oddball. I shouldn't say that. Just different stuff. I mean, I'm into I'm into bad cars. Like I love yeah. awful fucking cars. Like the Fiero, awful yeah. car. I I wanted to crush that. And we we still might. You know, we got a cool build yeah. that I, I'm not sure I want to even talk about yet, but yeah, I love I love shitty cars. You know, like old right. Lexuses and like Datsuns. You know, like those cars are like there's yeah. a there's a group of people who love them. You know, yeah. but they're not great cars. You can never find one in good condition. You know, you know, I really I used to really love working on old schools. Like, you know, I've had quite a few uh, 40, 50 models trucks That's right. that I've done and. I don't know, man. I, the rust, the, you know, there's there's just so many different complications with the old shit, and it. I don't know that 
I've ever done one where I've just been like, oh my God, this is so amazing. I can't <laughs> so wait easy. to drive it. It's like, oh, this is a shit box, but I won't drive it because it's cool. And <laughs> you know, like, Hopefully my floor pans don't fall out while I'm doing 150. <laughs> right. So going back to that, why we have certain vehicle thing. Um, yeah, I'm into it. I'm just, I like the new shit. Oh, I'm old. Dude, I'm I, old I and spoiled, man. I get it, man. Heated and cooled seats? Like, yes. Laura doesn't want to go yes. anywhere unless it's in this or her car because it doesn't yeah. have heated seats. Yeah. So, like, now I have to put mm-hmm. heated seats in all the vehicles. Right. The 95's getting heated seats. The yeah. Dually's getting heated seats. Yeah. I can't fucking get away from it. That remote starts and shit. Yeah. And then, you know, and then with the McLaren, like, oh, my God, that thing, like... I don't, you know, I'm I'm so stoked about getting it done. We've we've had so much work to do, or that we've done on it, and went so far that I'm praying I don't hate it. Like in which way? Like is it uncomfortable? Well, because I know you lowered it, or we're not, not allowed yeah, to talk about that. Like yeah, we can. Yeah, so you know, just uh, I love overkill. I I love it. it it's such a a monumental car for us and like so well rested so done so much man but i don't enjoy driving it all that much it's you know i used to love it like i wanted to jump in the overkill like i jump in the c8 now and it's not as convenient or it's not as comfortable well, i mean now i've went overkill with it it's it's ice obnoxious water, air, it's whatever. air to water you got to put ice in the box like Margaret you can only go so far just scared to break things like because it's at that limit it's at it's that just, like yeah high it's always on limit. kill man so um <clears throat> and you're not going to drive it with anything less so like for example overkill has twenty four thousand miles on it this has twelve thousand miles on it and my mclaren's got twenty three thousand miles on it probably the highest 720 in the country so, right now no, you don't no, think so? I've seen some that oh yeah, I've seen some rental cars that are up in the 30s. Personally owned vehicles. Yeah, I don't know. It may be, it may be close. Like, but, and you put all those fucking miles on it. Like, absolutely. I remember when yeah. you took delivery of that bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He goes, he takes yeah. delivery the the 720. You you take delivery of that shit, and you're like, okay, you want? Can you move it around the building for me and threw me the keys? And I was like, dude, I've never been in anything <laughs> more than like a Camaro, so no. Right. Well, but that's just, now you know, that's just me. It is like, just you. I don't, you know. Con- but you hadn't even driven the fucking thing yet. You hadn't even moved it. Yeah. It was still sitting outside by the 18-wheeler. You'd like pull it out front. I was like, I don't I don't know how to open it. I don't know how to start yeah. it. I, when you asked me to move Gavin's car the other day, I couldn't I couldn't start it because I hadn't been in McLaren's yeah. that much. Yeah. I was like, where's the fucking start button? <laughs> yeah, that, that car really spoiled me, man. Like, I... I've been blown away at the McLaren, and I'm really, I just, I pray that it's still daily, like, uh, it's a good daily kind of thing for me, or... Well, what are you doing meth, methanol injection, so that... Yeah, well, we... we you just stay out of boost. We pulled the motor, we put, like, way bigger, tur- you know, bigger turbos, the biggest setup we could on it, and... And unobtainium exhaust and downpipes, which I already had, but we put some bigger stuff on it and some bigger inlets. Because it got the, like the older inlets Basically, blew we out. did everything bigger. Like you're, you're making so much power that the old inlets blew off, right? Is yeah. that what happened? Well, no, we, we broke the exhaust, and then uh, one of the cam phasers locked up, and it jumped timing. Were those two associated, do you think? 
Um, no, I don't think so. I think I broke the exhaust just hot lapping it, lap after, I mean, t over 20,000 miles of just beating the shit out of it. I've never like, seen you drive it not like that. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I've never and, seen and you we, hopping it and cruise. Yeah, <laughs> and when we were up at the Corsa Cup, I, uh, you know, man, like, they, they had this perfect track, and, and it was all ours for the day, and they were like, go play as much as you want. Have all the fun. And I'm like, I'm not fucking stopping for anything but gas. Like, <laughs> you know, so... Uh, so I was out there hot lapping the shit out of it, and and I think I just, you know, it, it actually it wasn't the exhaust or downpipes that broke. It was there's a, like a flex piece that goes between like the, the accordion. exhaust. Yeah, it looks yeah. like a little accordion, and that shit broke. So no way. Uh, yeah, <laughs> imagine that. But um, yeah, so you know, but now it's like bigger fuel system. Uh, methanol, nitrous, standalone fuel system for the nitrous. Brackets made by Dulu Dan. Yeah, they need to be redone. But because um, you didn't paint them. Okay, well make them make them pretty. Just paint them. Make them pretty. You literally take it to a painter guy. I'm not a painter. No, just take it. You have like 50 painters. Just be like, hey, paint these. Uh, Give to Captain. He'll know what to do with them. I think we need to refine them. I'll make them better looking. Thank you. All right. That's what I was trying. I wasn't trying to Just say. Just say that. Like, you made me some bobo ass brackets. They look great at the time. I'm you saying, didn't say shit about it. I'm saying. I, He's like, I'll did. put these right on my car without even clear. You like them so much, you put them right on your engine without I even. I think that fucking... was like the day before SEMA or some shit. Like no. That. It, was, I don't know. it was close though. We were. We needed them for something. We did need them for something. Yeah. And then you know, not, not using them. You just needed to show it, or something. No, I used them. I but. I, yeah, I needed I needed it. Um, and so, anyways, we're gonna make some new brackets, but it's fun, man. So we finally got it out and tested it the other day, and, and um, it, it's getting close. Like there's there's still something going on that that we've got to address. I'm not quite sure what it is, but um, but it feels good. It's getting close. I can't wait. I, can't, I, I need that car. I need that in my life. Um, yeah. Estimates on power. Do you have any any idea? Because I know before it was like right at 900, 800? Was no, it? yeah, it was 9 plus, but... Um, we're very funny about numbers, you and I. We are. We, we're, um, we, we'll give some numbers, but they don't mean anything. Like that scene in Fast and the Furious where like, uh, it's right. like a thousand horsepower... We'll try three, three, fuck it, four thousand. Yeah, yeah. No, Why not a million? Um, it makes a million horsepower. You know, I, it's those cars are somewhat limited. Like I don't think it's it's not going to be anything astronomically different than what what we've seen before. I think what already feels so crazy. It's like how much crazier can it feel? Yeah. Um. You know, I want to see. I'm expecting somewhere between twelve and thirteen hundred. Like. Oh, that's that's good. That's yeah. with spray and meth, I'm assuming. Yeah. 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 That's that's fast. Uh, that is fast. It is. No, it really is. And it's not like I'm gonna be spraying it all the time. So we'll have eight different tunes that I can change on a paddle. You get you like um, your smoke tune. You got your yeah. lope tune. You get yeah, your low got, towing. Like, you get your high off towing. Tune, daily driving. Yeah, I got all those good things. So. Um, so that'll be cool. And hopefully in the daily mode, it'll be. 
you know, the drivability on the car right now seems to be on point. So how does it feel lower? Does it feel like more rough? really good? It is. It's I know a, that was a big it's concern. It's a shit. It's a shitty rough ride, like around town. Um, I've got the coilover turned all the way down right now, which I'll probably raise up just a little bit. But, um, but you know, I was getting a little bit of body roll up in the mountains, and I think this is going to stiffen it up just enough um, where it'll substantially help. So I think the car's going to be a lot faster up there. Because these um, are like bad. I saw this the suspension kit that you guys put in. That yeah, the Novatech coilovers. And, the dual coilover yeah. setup that it has yeah. is so absurd. Everything on that car I look at, it's it's very simple, yeah. but it's not. Right. You start looking at it and right. you're like, oh, cool, it just has a hydraulic system that runs through the whole car. Yeah. Well, yeah. actually, it's two hydraulic systems. That, well, it's one big <laughs> hydraulic system yeah. that goes through the whole car, and then yeah. you've got one big... Like it don't even, yeah, it don't so, have sway bars. It controls it with hydraulics. In the, it like hardens and stiffens yeah. on all four corners. Yeah. I believe, right? Yeah. It's like as you go into a turn, it can detect wheel speed yeah. and stiffen up the back wheels or like yeah. that's fucking yeah. nuts. Dude, that car's way smarter than we are. I can assure you. And it's all the computer from what I understand is fast. Like super fast. The reason why they're finicky, at least just from the brief reading that I did, like the computers on them are more finicky than let's say like these are. Yeah. But it's because the processes of eliminations that it goes through through certain events, mm -hmm. like when it goes around a turn, it detects certain wheel speeds, and yep. then okay, we got to send power to the shocks and or the the hydraulics, and then we got to lift this and rotate rotate that. And it's the like, way the differential works in them is kind of weird too. But it makes and... them think really fast the way they're set up, like oh, the way. Yeah. yeah so it's, it's responsive. Insane. Yeah, to hear Derek give like some of those, like every now and then he'll get way too technical on me, um, past what I can interpret. <laughs> yeah, he's, he, he gets he and, gets the freaking user manual out. Well, yeah, I mean, you know, that's that's his job. That's what he does. But um, but yeah, he can really break some of that stuff down, and it's like, wow, this this is some like serious. Serious engineering went into those cars, and like years of Formula One technology, and yeah, and now that's right. That's right. Yeah, I forget so, that. A lot. I think a lot of people probably forget that McLaren comes from Formula One. Absolutely. It was only until recently it, that know, they started making supercars for people. This may even hurt my business. <laughs> so I don't know if I should. <laughs> I love it how you started we, out with that. We may end up editing this, but uh, you know, I, I think people. Um, at least me, I, I used to think Lamborghini stood for like this exotic racing heritage and whatnot, and and that's why people bought Lamborghinis. And Ferrari, I think, still holds that that heritage. I don't know that they'll ever lose that because of their, you know, their previous years. But you know, seeing seeing these cars come in and out every day of the shop and and getting to meet multiple owners so I'm not I'm not isolating one particular one by any means but in general um I think I think now I, in my view a Lamborghini is something you buy as a status symbol 100% um, I think that's clear you you buy a Lamborghini because you want people to know you're in a Lamborghini um you buy a Ferrari because you want the people at the club to know you pulled up in a Ferrari. He has a Ferrari. He, he has, has a, a Lamborghini. That's right. And and McLaren is McLaren is a race car that you can drive on the street so 
so the majority I think of McLaren owners are true drive driving enthusiasts. Mm -hmm. um, you know, it's weird. You are not weird, but to give you some idea, you can you can have or I've seen multiple track days uh, set up for Lamborghini owners, and they hold these track days and no one shows up. And they just don't drive their cars. They the cannot get these fuckers to drive these cars hard, and or to get them out on the track or do anything with them right. other than ride through the city revving up with their doors open and shit, like doing Lambo it, shit. Like yeah, because it's it's Lambo shit. Um, they don't want to, you know. Uh, the last thing a Lamborghini wants is to pull up next to a McLaren, and, and that's any of them. I um, agree, especially on. Uh, the fact that that Lamborghini specifically is a status quo symbol because I, I, I think a lot of their interiors say that. You look yeah. at uh, an interior of a Lamborghini, especially mm -hmm. like the new SUVs, the... Um, the Urus. The Urus, yeah. The interiors on those are usually like... N none of the Lamborghini's interiors are sedated. They're no. very colorful and vibrant, and they want you to feel like you're in your fucking five-year-old supercar. Just, just you know, the fact... Five-year-old dream car. The fact that Lamborghini makes an SUV should tell you everything. Like, it's it's not about racing for them anymore. That's that's uh, uh, they did that so people could pull up to the club with more people than just one in a Lamborghini. In a Lamborghini, that's right. Like, and I don't I don't even um, want to talk shit on those. And like, they're trying to sell them to soccer moms and shit. I, yeah. You know, and again, I'm not again, I'm not hating. I love them. Well, we I can love banter them all, about them, but, of course. But I'm just saying, and it, you know, I had one. I had one. I put like forty thousand miles on it or whatever. I loved it, and it was great. I didn't know at the time. Um, I didn't know how incredible McLarens were then. I I just I didn't. I had a different outlook on them. Um, now after having both and driving it and seeing more of both owners. Um, they're just different, <laughs> you know. I've got five. Yeah. I've got five McLarens in the shop right now, and I could call any one of those five owners and tell them somebody wants to run, and they'd be at the shop within an hour and like, ready to go, cash fired in up, hands, ready to run. Ready to like, rip. What are we gonna fuck up today? And and they don't. They they just you know. They just don't give a shit. They want to go play. They want to go fast. They want to drive the cars. And, you know, like, if anybody I, that's yeah. offended by the Lambro stuff, they're a Lambro, <laughs> right? Like, if, For if sure. The, For sure. The people who own Lamborghinis and see this and you're offended, then you probably fall into that category, right? Yeah. But if you're not offended, if you own a Lamborghini and you're not offended, then, you know, congratulations. Like, you're the cool owners because yeah, there, there are. Shit. There's plenty of cool Lamborghini owners. And I'm not yep. going to say, like, Lamborghinis aren't marvels of supercars yeah but the direction of lamborghini as far as being a race car versus being a agreed uh a, mm -hmm. an object a, a flaunt a flaunting object status symbol yeah status symbol i think i think that's way higher on the spectrum right and well you yeah. just don't get those kind of people with other supercars you don't see people right. chopping apart their ferraris or their yeah. Lamborghinis I mean, or their McLaren's. They're out there. Yeah. They're far and in between. Um, and, and, you know, like, of course, people will argue, what about underground racing and all their twin Different turbo? people. Completely that, different that, group of people. Absolutely. And, and what those guys are doing are 
are serious race cars. Like 100%. And, and they build some incredible, you know, race cars. But again, those are, I've got a GTR that'll go 230 and a half mile too. That's a, I can call it a street car. We, we can all sit here and lie to each other if we want to. But what, what makes it not a street car, though? Is it the power? Because it still has working air conditioning. It still has yeah. power seats. And, and again, it doesn't have a roll cage, which is fucking stupid, by the way. Or, yeah, it doesn't have a cage or a chute or any of that shit. Because, and it's still on stock brakes. Because I've got this stupid mentality that I want to keep it a street car. But the, Unless you and, put those stuff on, it's still a street car, then. Sure. So <laughs> it, it is a street car. Um, at the same time, it's an expensive street car to daily or to take dangerous out. Dangerous street car to daily. And dangerous. So, um, you know, I'm just, I don't know. There's there's a lot more, uh, there's a lot more McLaren guys that seem to be willing to get out and drive. And, and it's fun to see these C8s come out. Like, I saw I've, one today, by the way. I saw another yeah. C8 on the way to my shop. Yep. Red and everything. Well, and I, I guess what I was saying by that is it's um, doing 130 miles an hour. I think I think honestly this is the most incredible car out right now, and I I think yes. that's a that's a very bold statement. Um, and owning a McLaren, the McLaren 720, uh, the, you the know, fastest car, the fastest car. It's fair to say. Um, you know, it, it it's hard to say that this C8 is is the car to own right now but but it is and and i think it's the most incredible car because um what chevrolet's done in this platform is allowed middle-class citizens to obtain supercar abilities and what i mean by that is you know these cars are i think for me right now it's it's so unimpressive on power now, to the average person, this is still a super fast car. I have opinions about that too. But sure. But please. But continue. but I'm just saying, you know, the, the car made 460 at the wheel stock. It's it's not something that I'm just, oh my god, blown away at. But but what I am excited to see, I you know, I feel like I've been extremely blessed in my life and and had some people. Um, uh, I didn't just go out and make enough money to buy a supercar straight up. I had some influential people in my life that put me in a position uh, to experience supercars, and and that started with a Huracan and and it was, you know evolved. But but I've got to experience that for years now, so. A little, so uh, I'm a little jaded. A little jaded. And a lot of jaded. That's right. You call me and up and piss me off occasionally. I don't. I don't mean to. <laughs> like, you know, oh, it's, it's weird, man. Because like I said, I'm still that. I'm that same dude that I was 20 years ago. 30, you know, like uh, I don't. I don't see myself as like the supercar guy or whatever. But but I have. I've got a and lot of like, experiences. You like enjoying so, them too. That's fair. Yeah. So I guess I have evolved. I, I'm always going to be the same old dude um, that just loves and appreciates all cars. But I've got to experience a lot of mid-engine driving, and and it's just such a different experience. It's such a better balanced vehicle. It's hard to explain and, to people who and never most driven people it. can't understand. They just so. Don't understand. And for a lot of people, it's unobtaining or unobtainable, you know, like, yeah, yeah, sorry about that. But, um, until Chevrolet, you know, released this car, 
most people would never experience what capabilities a mid-engine car had. Now, um, you know, if you if you've got a good job and you've worked, you know, worked hard and saved up a little money and got a good driving record so insurance don't kill you, you can afford a Corvette. Like yeah, most they, people can. Um, they come at different price ranges too. That's right. I know so, so many it, people with like $80,000 trucks yep. who come up to me like, how do you afford that? What's, I was like, dude, seriously, it's the same thing. Like, <laughs> right. You can get one of these. It costs the same as your work truck yeah, like, in reality. But yeah, so so it's cool to get to see um, to see people's expressions and reactions you know, when they drive these and just, they're just blown away at, oh my God, I can't, I can't believe how well it handles and this and that. Not, you know, though, so I'm excited to see what Chevrolet does. I think, I think Chevrolet has, has, uh, lost a little bit of touch and, and, um, and who's buying their vehicles, and I think they need to, 100%. no offense, but take marketing from me, Chevrolet, you need to get with some some real drivers to promote your shit. But They could have marketed um, this completely different. Absolutely. Because, you know, the, the guy who was driving the other red one that I saw today mm-hmm. was at least double my age, if not triple. He was, he was well, an older gentleman, and that's yeah. who historically has bought the Corvette. Yeah, we, we kind of chuckle about it, like, you know, some of the... Older, um, more classic Corvette car clubs and whatnot are, are you know your Tommy Bahama, penny loafer wearing guys oh, and parrot heads. Yes, you know, and then just and Margaritaville yeah, listening there's to. Al- there's always going to be those um, those Corvette enthusiasts that just think you should never touch the car, you should never modify it, you should only drive it on Sundays that are pretty and et cetera. But my dad's kind of like that, right? Um, but at the same time, like there's us, and there's a whole lot more of us out there. Um, and it, you know, I think, I think Chevrolet, you know, I think there's a huge market for them. Uh, to to really get out and get younger generations of drivers in the cars, especially and in this price range. Like that's what I'm saying. I think the MSRP on the super base models are around seventy, like seventy, yeah, like sixty. So, they're like supposed so high sixties, low seventies. Yeah. So like that's that's uh that's pretty much anybody with like a good job can get approved for a loan like that. If you got good yeah. hit credit, like that's yeah. any middle class American, yeah. which is kind of absurd to think about because. You know, you say it was down on power, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll give you that. But I think the way these, these cars are set up from the factory are this close from perfect yeah. for everybody, not us. Agreed. Because we're going to do the shit. We're going to modify them. We're going to do all the fast stuff. Well, I, think it's, I think it's dialed into perfect exactly. for the average person. They can't, yeah. It's like, what would you say when, you're like, when I was starting to look at these supercars, you're like, it's not enough power for you to kill yourself. It's enough power mm-hmm. for you to hurt yourself. That's right. But I mean, it, the car will not outpower itself in the turns That's unless it. you like try. Well, it keeps you out of trouble. Yeah. So there you go. You, That's you, what get I'm into, you jump into my 720 and go run through the mountains and turn traction control off and like playing Russian roulette with a Glock. You, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You better know what you better know what the fuck you're doing because it's gonna try to kill you. It's gonna step out. It's it's gonna get get a little crazy, but. 
these have just enough power for you to have a lot of fun, be going fast enough to really get hurt or kill yourself, but sure. at the same time, you know, the car's not trying to push you through every turn or trying to slide out of every turn. Um, That's so a good way to describe it's controllable, it you know. Um, yeah, it doesn't have... It's got a, a very well balanced. So the front end's not trying to push all the time, and the rear end's not trying to spin all the time. So the Camaro, the Camaro that I had before, so front engine, rear wheel drive, mm -hmm. is very pull. You get yep. pulled through turns. The ass kind of does whatever it wants. Well, you had these huge fucking tires on the front too. Yeah, like, which helped with turning. That's what I'm saying. So it you didn't great. get that push because you have that weight over the front tires and. You got such a big tire, but you got that ass in that's a little light, and it's always trying to move around. Versus these are like, it's almost like they're kind of like carrying you through turns. Yeah. Like, almost like a push, but Balanced. like, like you ever have, when you're a kid, you ever have like your dad come up behind you in a crowd of people, grab you by the shoulders, kind of just push you through the shoulder, like yeah, through the crowd? absolutely. That's kind of how like driving one of these feels. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it's directed, and it's, right. it's good. You know where you're going, but like, yeah. damn, you know? Yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it just, I mean, they, you know, like that run I was telling you about, we got um, we got on Wednesday was, I mean, the car at a point just feels like it's on rails, like you're on a roller coaster ride, and it's it's just planted. I'll never um, forget when you showed me yours, and I made the decision to get right one. Then. <laughs> it was, I was riding with you, and he was, he was like sitting there telling me about how good the car was, you, you were. And you have one hand on the wheel, one hand handing out the window, smoking a cigarette. And you're mm -hmm. like, yeah, we can do in like 90 up and down. Yeah. And like, yeah, it, it's pretty comfortable. It whips, you know. <laughs> right. <sighs> Whatever. You know, and I remember being like, I remember being like okay, holy yeah. shit. I felt like I, I, was, I was really trusting in that moment with you because I know you know how to drive. Sure. And uh, I bet people think that I don't like riding with you or maybe that I love riding with you. Don't know. It's somewhere yeah, in the middle. I don't know. It's right in the middle. Yeah. Uh, it depends on what car we're in. It's funny, man. The guys at the I felt great in that. The guys at the shop, like, I have to, I have to trick them. If I'm gonna get them in the car, any of the cars with me, I you have, couldn't pay Cap. I have to, to that straight car up you. trick them. Yeah. You remember when you took him for a ride man. in the McLaren? He was trying to climb in that back Dude, seat. I swear that you to God, have, I don't know what he thought was gonna. Like he's done that a few times. Um, I think he's starting to get better, but he turns into some like. Like he goes into some cat instincts or Fight something. Fight or flight, yeah. I don't know, but I, he's one of the only ones. Like everybody gets flipped out or tricked, you know, goes a little bit, but he has this way of like turning and trying to crawl up into like, the back. It, get away. And I'm like, he's done it in Overkill and he did it in the McLaren, and I'm like, bro, being in the back hatch is not going to be good for you. Just, You're better off in your seatbelts looking forward. <laughs> like, you know when to brace. Like, stay there. Yeah, <clears throat> he's he's trying to crawl in the back. <laughs> but have you ever gotten him in the GTR? Uh, no, I don't think he has. I don't think he's gotten in Honey Badger. Hmm. Also, I think now's a good time to do the ad read for XL City. You know, XL City sponsored this this uh, particular podcast, and they're gonna potentially be doing more stuff with us. But um, yeah, XL City has an excellent selection of all your glassware, your vapes, um, apparel, bags, a little bit of everything. They have a lot of stuff. Like, XL City's got a killer store. Unlimited stuff. We get we get a lot of stuff from there. They have their own mm -hmm. brands of like Delta Eight THC, which is legal. It's mm -hmm. a legal form of uh, it's kind of like marijuana light. It's 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 a great great additive to your day legally. 
uh, mm-hmm. along with they have their own vape juices and brands and bongs and a little bit of everything. A little bit of everything. Um, a yeah. lot of bit of everything. That's right. And they have several different locations throughout Atlanta and all of it. Yeah. So check them out. XL City, thank you for helping us with today's podcast. Thank you. Thank you. We do appreciate you. <laughs> I watched your shop when you first moved in. You did. Yeah, I think you were the, you were the first car I did in that shop. Was I? And you, I remember we did it in the um in the showroom. I think you were. You deadass did that car in the showroom. Which I did, and I think the guys were still at the other building. Because yeah, um, you're still moving. That's right, and and I think didn't we just pull your? I think we we put your car in the new shop, and I did it right there in the showroom. Yeah, like you mm-hmm. wrapped it, like right then and like, there. I had Hugo over there helping me like clean it and and hang like you know. That was our first. That was our first partnership. Anything. Mm-hmm. Like. Isn't it crazy how how that like almost didn't happen a couple times too? Yeah. Like, I'm such a dick. I'm sorry. No, I. Uh, I'm sorry. I just I didn't. You know, I didn't. I appreciate watch. the apology, but it's totally unnecessary, man. Well, you we're know, good friends now, and I understand. No, for sure. Because I would do the same thing the if I was friends. you. Yeah. Like, I I didn't. You know, even when <laughs> it's funny, like. Um, I don't know. I just I wasn't a, I didn't watch YouTube much and I did I didn't even think about YouTube being um I didn't think of it in the same way that I think of it now. So like then I just YouTube like that's isn't that some shit if you need to like see how somebody fucked something up. <laughs> like, yeah, you see how somebody else did something half ass like now give I you a, not do that. a general idea of how to do something like that's where you would go, right? But you never knew it could be a. a I didn't place know. For that. I didn't know it was like. Um, I didn't. I don't know. I didn't know. I didn't think about like there's people that do everything on YouTube and and have careers out of it and and like. And I still don't think that we fully understand what its abilities are and or what our abilities are with it and. I don't know. So I don't either it's hard to capitalize. So you know, like the first time you. Come in. I'm like, what the fuck? Who's you, this fucking guy? Fucking YouTuber? Fucking guy. What? Dude, like, what? No. You, what? Sponsors? Screw this guy. Yeah. Like, well, I, got my, own shit. I got my own shit. shit to rap, motherfucker. How many people, and by the <laughs> I knew at the time you must have had like 50,000. Please let me, please wrap my car for me for free emails. Oh, God, man. I get them all the time. And, and just so you know, if that's how you start the message off, it gets deleted before I read it. Like, if the first <laughs> line is. Will you or are you interested in sponsoring? Like, no, I'm I'm sorry. I've got, I've got so many of our own cars, and then I've got so many of your shit and <laughs> Gavin's so and everybody. Shit. I mean, baseball I just, players, rappers. Yeah, and I've got. I mean, here's some I've YouTuber. Got, I've got some, you know, friends that deserve it, so I I want to do it for them. Um, That's I so just, sweetie. I just can't. Friends that deserve it. Well, I'm t- yeah, y'all, you know, That's pretty y- y'all are always, like, my inner circle, we we don't question why or motive or anything, we just, if somebody needs help, we'll fucking do it, or, you know, if you called and said, hey, I need this wrap, I'm, I'm gonna wrap it, like, right. we were it's gonna- just <laughs> not a question, I don't, I don't know, so. When, when we first got the ambulance, we talked about. Just Even that, when calling I first you 10 walked in today, you fuckers were like, you're gonna have fun wrapping that, and I'm like, 
Yeah. The but, original uh, plan was so fucked but, up, Justin. We were going to call you like when we were 10 minutes out from your shop and be like, hey, bro, listen, I need you to open the doors for me right now. I remember I, that. No questions, just yeah. need help. Yeah. And we were going to pull in the ambulance covered in like fake blood. Yeah. And, and I would be like, totally wash that wrapped. shit Hold off and wrapped it. Oh. <laughs> like, I'm so glad we didn't do that. Because, yeah, me too. Because then people would have realized like how real you are. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's, that's what would have happened. I would have washed that bitch down and mm-hmm. we would have just put that shit away. But... Um. Yeah, <laughs> I'm glad glad that didn't happen too. That'd have been a lot of work for me to just be kicking you in the balls after. Yeah, that'd have been fuck. would been yeah. fucked up. I'm glad we didn't do that. It didn't make it to the shop. <laughs> no, I remember that. But well, let's talk about like um. So you got all this shit going on in the shop, man. Like. I think you and I are are very similar in some aspects and then so different in others. And yeah, that is fucking apparent. Yeah. Like, and I'm not and I I, I don't not say in a that, bad way. Yeah. Not I, I say that like because you do a lot of stuff that is so different from how I do it, not because what I do is right, but because it's just the only thing I've known or thought about. And then sure. I'll see you do some shit or like the way you, you take on certain things and it'll completely change the way I think about stuff. Yeah. You know if that makes sense? Yeah, it does. Like, and you same, share that a lot with me. And same here. Um, at the same time, like, I'm, I think you have more patience for long-term things than I do to a degree. Um, I, I've had to. I, I think about, <laughs> I think about business long-term, so I'm already, you know, this year I'm thinking about two years from now and five years from now and and whatnot. But when it comes to cars and my toys and projects, um, I I need um, I, I need almost instant satisfaction or or what I I can't have bills that go on for a long time. It's hard. Um, it's hard, man. You know, I get it's not I get bored with them and then just. I don't want nothing to do with it. And I don't take a car apart and like I'm like, cool, that's good. I'm right. good with that. You know, it's just mm-hmm. like, and I think a lot of that is because of our directive focus. Like you have yeah. a job and a business and like responsibilities and people are counting on you every day, yeah. right? So your focus is a lot on getting things done. And for me, like I do have some obligations to get certain things done, but as time passes, those obligations get pushed aside because of maybe a friend needs help on the weekend or like. Or maybe we need okay now Your I got schedule's more flexible. It's very flexible, but sometimes mm-hmm. it's too flexible. And sure, projects get put off for six, seven, eight months at a time, <laughs> and it does affect business for me because people right. get exhausted of watching me not complete stuff. Yeah, and it's like I, I'm just as exhausted of not watching me complete <laughs> stuff too. You know, <laughs> I've had a truck I've been working on for two years, like just trying to like please, please, yeah. it's almost done. You know, I'm over here with the McLaren. I think it's been like three months, and I'm. I'm like four, like four okay, months four, on that. so rub it in. But yeah, I'm giving um, you patience. Look at that. Um, I'm about to lose it. Like every day, I'm like, you come on, just Dude. another week, and one would, more and week. On top of that, man, you call me and just be like, I want to sell my business. I want to sell everything. <laughs> fuck this shop. <laughs> fuck these people. Fuck him. Fuck her. I hate this. And then it was like, yeah, it was like I was like Justin. I'm, I know exactly where you're at because I'm like that a lot. 80%. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you can see the finish line, but you've worked so hard to get there. You're like, fuck it. I don't want to yeah. go. I don't want to go another step. Yeah. But then, then you take another step and you're like, 
a little bit closer. <laughs> yeah. Now, I, you know, I think that's I think that's life, right? Like I think, um, hey, you're the asshole that pointed it out to me because there for a long time, I was just on this constant win cycle. Yeah, um, if I had known and, the damage I was gonna do to your psyche, I'd have shut oh the fuck up. Oh my god, man! <laughs> and and that year we went to SEMA and we're looking at each other and you're like, you know, eventually we've got to take an L. Um, we can't just keep winning every. And, but it was, it was yeah. like for I didn't so long. Mean to say it for so long, man. It was like every day was just what that happened. That person's doing what for us, or we're this, getting or, that, we're, we're going there. there. We're, yeah, they're talking so, about us. Yeah, and it was like, like wow, this is, it was just so mind blowing. If we had a W yeah. machine, yeah, we were, we were cranking them out, dude. <laughs> yeah. Fucking win after we win after somebody, win. Yeah, and so you were right, but you know, I think no matter who you are in life, like, um without without some victory or accomplishment like it's it's hard to it's hard to keep going um and sometimes regardless of, it doesn't matter what level you're on so i mean you know it doesn't matter if you're working on a, a fox body mustang or a mclaren um as people i think we need some sense of accomplishment well they both start with m's right well <laughs> and that's where I, you know, I started with Mustangs, and now I'm at McLaren. So that's how I got there. Um, but, uh, but I'm just saying, you know, like regardless of what it is, we need we need accomplishment. And uh, I like to think of myself as, you know, um, as a like like a pit bull of a person. So like if I'm, I say that to say like if I'm on something, I'm on it. I'm on it, and I'm not letting go until I achieve whatever, you know. Until I'm, I I'm, rip that tree out. Until it's done. Until That's it's right. out of the until ground. Until the tree's done. Whatever's gone. gone. That's right. Um, and and sometimes some of these builds, man, are just, you know, that's always, it's, the next thing is always more challenging than the last. Um, there's some fun in it. There's a lot of fun in it. And if it wasn't that way, we wouldn't keep doing it. But there's also a lot of not fun in it, and that's right. We've been going through that not fun stage. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, we have uh, builds. We have yeah, yeah, COVID, and then I don't know, just everything else. Winter, Laura's knee, like Dude, I mean, it, it's been a lot of hard. The, the shop, the dog, it, it's just there's a lot, man, and that's right, and um, and then you know, yeah. So I think there's, you put a lot of that into perspective for me, though. Um, because you kept saying to me the other day, are you like you're like Dan? I think we're just so used to winning big that anything that's not a big win mm-hmm. is a, is a loss almost. Mm-hmm. And one thing I've been trying to do with myself personally is allow myself to have smaller wins. You know? Yeah. Not necessarily like these huge strides in life, but I have to recognize mm-hmm. the small wins that I get every day. Like yep. the even if it's just putting up a piece of wood in the ambulance or like yeah. you know just doing a little bit of productivity, I have yep. to give myself that because otherwise. Let's, I'll beat myself up about not being, you yeah. know, the most productive I could be every day. Yeah. That's that, hard. That's that daily sense of accomplishment. But, and you know, like we were talking about the other day, I think it's easy for people um, to get stuck in ruts, you know, either either good or bad, right? But life's a mindset. Like at the end of the day, 
It's all a mindset. I was 100%. thinking about that on the way over here because when I left the house, uh, when I actually I left the shop to come here, I was super happy in a great mood. Like, yeah, we're gonna go do this. I've never done a podcast. This is gonna be fun. Dan and I are just gonna get just kick it and and Hell chat yeah. and like Excited. chill and chat. It's gonna be cool. And then I hit seventy five. That would make you want to kill yourself, though. <laughs> I, I literally, I took a picture, out. and I did. I was like, what in the fuck am I doing? Why in the fuck do I got? I'm going all the way to Douglasville. I don't even <laughs> want to go to fucking Douglasville. I ain't never got a reason to go down there. This sucks. 75 sucks. It's bumper to bumper. I know 285 and 20 are going to suck, too. So, like, <laughs> the fuck? Why was I thinking getting on three interstates and going to Dan's shop would be cool? What am I? And so halfway here, totally different mindset. Left the shop. Can't wait. This is gonna be cool. Halfway here. Fuck fuck Dan. Fuck this podcast. I don't (laughs) fucking want to talk to anybody anyway. What the fuck am I doing? This is my Sunday. And then, you know. And then I got out of that, and I'm like, all right, cool. So it's all. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's all it's all a mindset, right? Grieving and acceptance like, is what it sounds like. But being able to control that mindset is hard, and and uh, I think that's the biggest challenge in life. But yeah, and you know, for people like us, man, like um, for anyone for that matter, like if if I don't know, I, maybe people can be content. Some people. I'm not one of them, buddy. I'm just the only thing I've ever been. Content and acceptance are very different, too. And I think a lot yeah. of people find themselves accepting the life they've been given rather than. And see, that saddens me. It does, doesn't that, it? That's sad. That's sad to me. I don't think, like, don't accept what life does. Mm-hmm. I think that's a big, a big problem in our country right now. Not that I'm trying to get into politics or any of that shit, but. I'm just saying, like, my generation, young, your generation, the millennials are um, are very acceptant of just whatever rolls their way or doesn't, and they just kind of go with it. Um, it's easier than working for stuff. That's right. That's right. And and pushing yourself. Um, at the same time, personally, I almost feel like I'm cursed because. It's a the hard only the have. only thing I've ever been content with in life um, is Caden and Danielle. Like everything else, I can get bored with. I can, you know, not. I don't know. Not like I'm some snobby asshole that's like super rich or anything. But eventually, I'm. I got bored with the McLaren. Like I, I just. Got to know the car so well. I did so many things with it, and it's like, what else can I do with it? It, It's I've got to do something else and make some changes, because because I'm not content here anymore. I'm always trying to strive for the next thing, and I think you know that's that's challenging. And for you and I, and and some of our other friends, I think like. It, it's only I don't know like like I said before I agree on the curse aspect of it for sure yeah man and and you know because uh, like growing up my parents almost hated that about me it was yeah. I was never and because it, it does it does sound on like the surface level of things from a child's perspective it sounds greedy you know like a kid's right. never content 
Yep. But as an adult, you realize, okay, I'm no longer relying on anybody to make my life better. It's right. all in myself. You have the right to not be content. Yep. And it's almost like people treat not being contempt is like a sickness, like as a disease. It's like yeah. there's something wrong with you if you have – if you want more. Like don't be greedy. It's yeah. like I'm not greedy. I just I have more to give. I got more to do. Well, yeah. And and um, I don't know. Like I, for me, um, I think, you know, I think everyone's obviously a little different. But for me, I, I just want to see – like I don't want to – at the end of my life, I don't want to look back and be like, I bet I could have, or I wish I would have. Like, I don't want to do that. I want to be like, yeah, I did all that shit. And <laughs> Fuck and yeah. this, you know, what I did was what I was able to do. Like, literally, I did everything I was able to do. This was as much as I was able to accomplish in my lifetime. I don't, I don't want to go. How do you know that, though, right? Like, huh? that's fucked up, but, like. You'll never know your actual potential, right? No. no Isn't that terrifying, but also yeah. kind of relieving? Yeah, it, it it's kind of both. Work as hard as you can to get what you can, but you'll never know if that was your peak. Right. Well, yeah, but I think at some point, like, well, I pray at some point we'll be sitting on a porch somewhere with every, all the right things in the garage without any worries and... Uh, you know, it changes, right? So, like, I... And that's okay. And, and it, it's cool because I've seen you develop, and I know you've seen me develop, but... Because you, you entered my life at a very, a very, uh, like, that, at that a unique year, time. Yeah, that, that yeah. those years of, of... I was very much transitioning from being, like, a young adult to a man, which I you know were. is weird to say as, like, a friend. Yep. But uh, you were there for a lot of, like, my growing up. Yeah. Yeah, and it was, you know, there was... And you've helped me out through a lot of shit mentally. But, but you too. know, like, I think... Thank you. But, um, insane to a degree. I, you know, like I said, so... You know, the, the me 2015 thought a Z06 Corvette was the pinnacle of the world, and if I could just achieve that... I would be so happy and never want anything else in life. Oh my God, I I'll, promise. I I'll swear. Never, I'll never ask for another Dude, thing again. I, I, you, it's the last thing I'll pray for. You joke about it. I prayed I've that same there. prayer like a million times. He's tired of hearing me say it. He's tired I know. Of hearing me He's like, it. Justin, shut up. You like, know you're going to be asking me for something more else cars, in a month. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, no. But, but, uh, but, you know, like that was, that was this huge achievement and goal and all that and, and then the supercars, but you know, like now it's, I don't know, I, I it's still about me, but it's not, like, uh, I want to see, it's very much about me and my accomplishments still, but, but at the same time, the, my expectations or goals have changed, like, like I, I went, you know, again, I've never necessarily cared about the money. I say that I do because you got to have money to achieve the things I want. But at the same fun, time, fun bucks. at the same time, like I just I don't focus on the money or whatnot. But you know, I, I wanted certain cars. I got there. Um, I wanted certain things for myself, and and I achieved them. Now, um, I, like I said in the beginning of the podcast, I. I I want to be a legend, 
I want to be a legend of my industry. I want to be remembered as a legendary driver. Um, I, w I want to leave a legacy for my family name. I want to see Caden have success and open doors and whatever he chooses in life. And, and I want to see the guys in the shop that have busted their ass with me um, have every car and house and things that they want. Billion dollars, as much as, much, as they can have. As much as they can. I want them to drown in success. I want my friends yes. to drown in yes. success. Yeah. So that's what Very I'm saying. Deeply. Like where it changes, and and I don't. I call it a curse because I I don't see it ever ending. I'm always going to think about. It's not always going to be just about me, it, and it's not now. I've I've seen that change where it's like. I am to me I'm the most important thing in the world. Like you have to, I think you have to think of yourself first for the most part. Like yes. you, no one's going to put you above where you put you. You have to put yourself up there and do for you. But then then if you're taking care of you take care of your family and your family's taking care of you take care of your friends and and all that. So you know now I'm I'm happy. I'm I've experience life on a on a scale I never dreamed possible but and, you're not content and I'm I'm not done yeah there's still a lot more to do um but I'm also now I'm focused on on making sure Caden's secured and making sure yeah. you know Danielle's secured if god forbid something were to happen to me and like making sure the guys are good and that the shop's going to grow and continue and and it's going to mean something, not just have been something. Does it? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I'm I'm going through a very similar stage right now, and I feel like I'm going through it kind of early. Yeah. You know, and I think it's just because the people around me are just so motivational, like so right. forthcoming. You know, like like Laura's such a good person; well, she you, makes me want to be a better person. And you've experienced a lot. Yeah. So you, for showing me your a lot, age, like. It's like You've done a lot and experienced a lot and had a lot of W's. And so it's kind of weird because like now all of a sudden it's like, well, how much more is there? What's the pinnacle? Like, so it's like, here I am too, and I know you're thinking very similar stuff because it's like, yeah, you you built this amazing shop, great people, and, and a brilliant fan base, and everyone loves you. Thank you. But I don't know everyone, but yeah. Well, that's yeah, that's the best part is that yeah. some people don't. Uh, but at the same time, it's like, okay, now what? Yeah. It's kind of hard. It's kind of hard to well, be like that all the time. Yeah, and, and yeah, man. So, like I was saying earlier, it's. I think that's that's been what's challenged me more than anything in my past is. Um, and, and I know you've experienced it too, and. Um, Maybe maybe you and Gavin have experienced it even more so than myself. Um, or all of us on different levels. But you know, when I when I started in this rap business, um, I didn't have a whole lot of. There wasn't a lot of competition. There wasn't people doing just color change raps. There was there was shops doing raps, but but it was I don't know like it. it it, I guess what I'm saying is it's easy to chase something. It's hard to be the leader, and and it's always people trying to throw up. 
That's right. You know, and, and you're, you're this target. So, you know, and, and I say that about you and Gavin because of YouTube and, and whatnot, like, you know, it's just, and I've experienced a small bit that we've, you know, from rap life, but, um, but you go and you make this video and it goes viral and millions and millions of people see it and, and then next week you got to make another video and how in the fuck do you top that? And then you, y'all have to do it week after week after week after week. And it's just, it's, it's exhausting. But people, you know, and again, it, we're like a instant gratification society now. So whether, you know, it's our phones, like we're on the gram or we're on this or on that. And we're like, Oh wow, that's cool. On to the next. What I, now I need something else that's cooler. I need something that's sexier or whatever faster, it is, faster, better. better, shoots further, whatever. Like, um, and that sucks when you're trying to just do your own thing. Like a lot of what I would do is like, I like to just do what I like to do. Just like to do you. And but occasionally then you got all these other some people co- yeah. who are just trying to, just trying to get popular or just trying to, like do it for the views. Do it for the views, and it really yeah. like it really ruins the process of doing stuff for right. yourself because you feel like yeah. you're trying to compete with these people who aren't doing it for them. They're doing it for like the clout, or like they're they're doing it for the yeah. wrong reasons. And it's like, well, yeah, you know, it's disheartening sometimes. Agree, and I think that's why we've enjoyed rap life as much as we have. I think you know, I think the the more we Honestly, I think the harder we try, the more it sucks, or, 100%. or the worse it is. Like, um, you know, that's been fun because that's been like an outlet for us when to just do us. But but the day in day out is uh, the shit's exhausting, and and that's I've found the same thing in my industry, right? Like, whether no matter what it is, it's it's. You know, it, it was easy to try to make a name for myself to a degree. I say as easy. It's that was easy in it's comparison. Easy to how much work it is. That was easy in comparison. Making a name was easy in comparison to keeping one. So um, I can I can totally get that. It, it was you know back in the day it was this huge like obstacle challenge, uh, goal, ambition, whatever you want to call it, to get to SEMA and. And to even be acknowledged as someone in my industry. And to be honest with you, most of the people uh, that were big in my industry at the time and the graphic side of things or whatever, they made it extremely difficult. And even to this day, a lot of those guys won't speak or say, hey, or like, I don't, maybe I'm the Jesse James of the industry, I guess, or whatever you want to call it. But I don't really play well with them because I'm not I'm not gonna kiss their ass or like take their style or direction. I'm kind of always doing I'm gonna do me and I'm gonna do my way. And You're not there to. I don't really give a shit what you got going on, and I don't care about your certifications. And I'm not gonna kiss his ass to get this or to get that. Like I'm gonna do me, and if you're with it, cool. And if you're not, I just don't care. Fuck you. But but it was super. It was super intimidating to try to get to that level where, like, okay, I, I can, you know, to be acknowledged in the industry. And 
And I feel like I did that in 15 with Overkill and our ACW Blue. And then yeah, then it was this like, okay, we we were on like magazines and and course of catalogs and then center hall and all this crazy shit boards i remember yeah. seeing your car i've seen your car in videos before i even know who you were right does that make sense yes. like and i wasn't even, i've never been in the community and, before. and to be honest with you back then i didn't want you to know who i was so like no I, face you didn't want to people to know your name man if you look back like i never i never promoted my name i never put pictures of myself up or whatever, like you like the the subtlety of it, or was it just well? Like... It's, it's never been about Justin. It's been about building a brand, um, building a company and a brand that represented Justin's passion. But it wasn't a. But it wasn't Justin just raps. about Justin. It, it was wasn't about Justin's custom wraps. That's right. That's ours. That's right. It was about a, you know, a camaraderie, a family, a group of guys that. We're willing to go harder and do more and do better than anyone else in a specific industry. So, so I just promoted the brand. And but, but you know, either way, obviously I was the brand. So you know, um, but, but it it just man. Then the next year rolled around and it was like we got another invite back and. How do I top that blue and oh, man. you know and all, it's just wow what a challenge that was and and I was still stuck on it like I wasn't ready for the change and I don't think anyone if you can embrace change then you really got a hand up on life like most people are terrified of change I think 100% cuz it's it's easy it's, to get comfortable that's right and so um, in my industry, it's built around standing out. Like, and then so you know, like, I don't. It was just, and then then the year after, you gotta kind of try, but you can't try too hard to stand out. It's like that's a right. catch twenty two. That's right. And and it's clear those people that do try too hard to stand out. It's like, oh, you're clearly trying too hard. It's not cool then. And it's not cool. That's right. So you gotta be, you gotta find that fine line, but. Um, and then, then the camo came and it happened to be that year, of course, they asked me to build a GTR for them, uh, to launch their GTR line. By the way, and thank you for letting me get out of that. You're welcome. I and, uh, uh, bought a GTR specifically for you to do for SEMA and then, did. uh, then I was like, I don't like it anymore. I want a Camaro. And you're like, fuck you, get a Camaro. <laughs> yeah. And I just, I just got us a different GTR, yeah. which turned out to be extremely famous for us and worked out so well, but way better than the one that I had. Cause it would have made nowhere near that power. Well, but I mean, regardless, you know, I, I think the challenge for me, the, for me, the power side of it, the horsepower has always just been because that's what Justin likes. Like, I'm into that shit. It's got nothing to do with my business. Like, let's be real. Oh, 100%. But it, it helps get attention for the cars. There's yeah, no so doubt. You can spin it however it fits your narrative, you know, but Justin <laughs> want to go fast. You know? but, right. Justin like to um, go fast. Well, yeah. And, and But, you know, so I remember Sean calling and saying, you know, uh, we need you to do a GTR, and and I remember talking to you about it and going back and forth and all this, but but I you know for 
had that had overkill and had that success twice with two different wraps, two totally different looks and and then it was the GTR and it was like bro, what are you going to do to a GTR? Well, not only that, but like there's 8 gazillion of them in the world. So and there's every wrap you can fucking think of been put on one. Literally, I've seen them at SEMA like uh, where where they've etched out the metal and did them like gold. Yeah, and, yes, like, right. Embossed. Everything you can possibly dream of. So I was hit with this challenge of we want you to do make this GTR, GTR stand out. <laughs> but I need but you got to make it stand out and you got to make it unique. And it's like, oh well. Okay, so the mountain keeps getting fucking higher. <laughs> you know, I climb up, I think I'm at me. the top, and it's like, oh, okay, nah, you, we need you to do that, you know, impossible thing one more time. <laughs> yeah, with a car that everything's been done to it. Yeah, and then, you know, then thankfully the camo hit that year, and and uh, I'll never forget that, man. That was like, we... um there's a thing called the Worldwide Rap Association and and another uh, association called Pain is Dead that I've never been allowed into, um, <laughs> even to this day, which now I, I wouldn't join if they asked me to. But um, but back then I wanted to be a part of those, you know, kind of wanted to be invited or accepted into those things, and I wasn't. Um, but that year... Dolph released his, you know, he released Major. We did all his cars, Camo. We made it on the, you know, Dub Magazine. And all his his tracks were hitting number one. His music videos, freaking Oh, going nuts. And they look like ACW commercials and just all over the country. People were going fucking nuts for Camo. Even his homies on the side were doing it. Like mm -hmm. uh, Key... Mm-hmm. Key Glock and all that. Oh, everyone in PRE. Every everyone in PRE got got shit done and street execs down in Atlanta. I think I took you to the studio once too. Yeah, that's when I met. He had the uh, uh, the demon. He, he yeah, wrote up in the demon. Yeah, yeah. But uh, you know, so so that year, that every year at SEMA they have a party uh, for the Worldwide Rap Association and and years before I had went momentarily but i'm not a drinker and i'm not a big like i'm not an ass kisser so i just i just didn't feel like i fit in um and usually they're like more at these, formal at these parties yeah it's a like little a formal high group of people like that's right so um when you own a mclaren you can dress however you want like that's the sure. that's the, the yeah. face of it if, yeah. without sounding like an asshole when you own supercars yep. and you that, have that the right year to dress, however that year i had my lamborghini i had the huracan and i had it wrapped camo and i had the gtr camo and i had overkill camo and they were all in vegas and so anyways you know we debated and debated uh we got the invitation to go to this this app this party for the rap industry and it was like ah, I don't, you know i don't know and we debated as a team and i remember like you know even brian and danielle being like oh, we ain't gotta go like you know don't worry about it don't feel pressure and and kind of last minute i was like you know what we'll we'll drive the lamb over and like we'll at least see what's going on and and I'll kind of flex on the industry a little bit, like, ha, I got some cars in the show, Whip but I, dick out. I also, well, it wasn't that. It was just like, 
<laughs> you know, they all saw that the, we had cars in the show in Center Hall. That was undeniable. But I also had the Huracan for me to just daily drive while I was in Vegas. That's right. You brought the car so, so that, you could... Yeah, so that was just kind of an extra flex. And I was like, you know what? He didn't even put his Lambo in the show. Just in case these motherfuckers haven't seen my camo. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm going to pull up to this event in the Huracan and make sure they see it, you know. And long story short, we met this guy, uh, John Duver, that, that's a trainer um, in the industry and, and super respected guy. I Actually, he's one of my favorite guys in the industry. Uh, used to be a UFC fighter. We just, we got a lot of the same mentality of things and He's like, Jay, you need to stick around, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, man, I don't want to stick around. And, you know, they, I knew they had an award ceremony at the end, but I knew I knew all the kiss asses were going to get awards, or at least that's what was going in my head. Either so, perception of it. Yeah, and, and but it was an open bar, and the guys were drinking, and Danielle had a few drinks. So I was okay, like, you know what, we'll stay. I'll, they're having a good time. I'll kick it. And... And they give out all these awards, and, and there was these different categories that I was thinking in my head, like, if I were going to get an award, if he told me to stay, maybe to stick around, maybe, maybe it would be one, one of on these, the you know? Um, and so they had called those out, and I didn't get them. And at that point, like... Fuck this place. Fuck everybody. <laughs> yes, yeah, bro. I was so like, all right. Fuck what, all these losers. What did they... Award? Yeah, they just wanted to... St- Wanted me to stay around so they could rub this shit in my face. What an asshole, you know? Or maybe it was to inspire me, I don't know. But either way, I'm like, fuck this. I don't like to lose, you know, whatever. And and the rap industry isn't going to give me shit. So, um, yeah, we stayed. And the very last award was Standout Shop of the Year. And again... You know, there's diff- several different awards that were given out that night, all exceptional, and and those shop owners should all be extremely proud. But in an industry built on standing out via the graphic side or the color change side, which you standing out, color change. standing out is is the the ultimate goal, right? And and so we got standout worldwide standout shop of the year, and that moment was like, I think that 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 was one of those unforgettable. Can't believe I heard my name called. Like the whole fucking industry saw me get that award, and and over some damn like over some camo shit. Like like I remember seeing this in the '80s when my dad was running around like. With Broncos and trucks and like, yeah, spray painted good old, by Bubba's and yeah, Billy's. You know? like, it's different. Yeah, like, Redneck would just take some spray cans but it's and fucking paint that shit on up. a supercar, don't it? It does. It hit. And but you know, I think it's partly like it's just our style of doing it, man. Like we do it on a bigger scale and and I think have a a little different style than everyone else is clear. When you see our camo versus, and you see someone else's camo, it's, it's, it's so identifiable. Clear. It's so like, easy to spot even, out. Even on the way here today, uh, Caden texted me a picture of a Jeep, and he was like, 
cool job or nice job or something and i was like who you was that, that and he's like i don't know but it, you clearly did it and i'm like <laughs> i looked at it again i'm like oh yeah we we did do that one. we but, did like fifty thousand of them yeah so like you just know but um but that was like this huge moment in my life that that was that standout shop of the year shit was incredible and i thought like a, that's when I, I finally felt like I had done something. Like I'm, I, you know, how many can say they're the best or or at the top of anything? Like Very even hard. even the guy. You think about like think about sports or football, and I understand like uh, there's more people gunning for that. Mm. Professionally, but you think about, probably not. If you think on a professional athlete kind of level, there's yeah. only so many people who can throw football. Like that gets sure. into Harvard or sure. whatever. Hmm. You know, I would say that well, your, that's what your I'm job is more like, competitive. I know it sounds absurd. Maybe, but, but, Potentially, but, I don't but that's just it. Like, um, even those guys, if imagine like you you go through your your kid years of playing peewee ball and then high school ball and then let's say you make it to college ball and you actually start on a college team then the statistics from you going to college to nfl shrink so much and then from you going from the nfl to the pro bowl is like even more minute and then for you to be like overall number mvp one. of the league yeah i guess if you, um, if you break down the whole process versus like some, just narrowizing that's it to some the end. crazy shit yeah. and so for us um that was that that was that like mvp of the of the year um, with the super bowl and one that's right that's right. Several and, rings. And we got the Brady Award or whatever, you know, like <laughs> the shit he gets every the year. The Tom Brady kiss your kid on the lips Something, award. I don't know, <laughs> but... My name's Tom Brady and I kiss my dad on the lips. But, the, yeah, that's weird. But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, we won that shit and, and that's when I think things really changed for us because, it, or for me, um, because, again, that was like, that was my third time having a successful SEMA build and my first time getting a worldwide award and recognized and got some magazines. So it was like, wow, now, now everyone is looking at us and they're going, what colors did you use? And how'd you come up with that? And I remember people, you know, all this people shit, People asked man. me what colors you were using. Cause That's they right. Find that shit out. Yeah. And it was like, man, you know, so, so that's when I feel like we become this huge target, and and it was kind of terrifying because it was like, well, well now I gotta I gotta do this again. I gotta defend my title. Like I gotta do I gotta come back next year with something even better. But there wasn't like there just wasn't anything better like that for us. Like it, it the camo was like I don't know. It, it took a lot of effort to perfect. Like mm-hmm. you you and your guys. I remember. When you first started doing it, you were really the only one doing the camo, and it took Man, a long time for you to I, transition into like Brian, and now uh, yeah, and and for them to pick up on that same style. And I remember for a while, Brian would be like, "Just lay the lines out, and I'll, I'll, I'll lay the patterns, or you know, I'll lay the material over it. Just lay the lines out." But I would spend hours and hours just staring at a car. Like I'd literally, I'd just, I'd stare at 
at one angle of it and then I'd go move over and I'd stare at the other side of it from a different angle and try to try to identify body lines and how I wanted patterns to flow over certain body lines into others. And yeah. Like I spent a stare at something. Think about something. Yeah, and I'm not a computer guy, so I can't just like do some shit up on the computer and see a proof. Like I have to see it in my head and that kind of just gave me an idea of so how I we sp- could do that. I spent a lot of time doing that. Um and then then it was like, how are we gonna top this shit? And we get a call from Netflix and they're like, Yo, we know you got a car collection. We know you're in driving and racing and like you wanna do this show and it was like yeah. Not yes. really, but well. Oh but, yeah, but, that was that was before. But only because of you. Like honestly, I wouldn't have done that show because without you. It was, um, you know, building up to that. I we didn't have the Rap Life channel, but you know, you would film at the shop. You and I had become close friends, and so I was constantly doing stuff with you on your channel, um, and and that got me that. I didn't see that that was God's plan at the time, but but now looking back, I'm like, okay, he was he was easing me into being on camera and being a little comfortable with this and, and, that's clear. and owning it, and and then bam, you know, put that opportunity in front of me to see what I would do with it, and and obviously it it was life changing for us to to take that and one of the things that we said so like many we the show was like how good you were on camera. Yeah, well, was like, it like, was just all natural. Just, I mean, like this here, you know, it was, they didn't, nothing was scripted. I'm not an actor. They were just like, hey, you know, we went through several different interview processes or casting call things. And, and I was like, yo, this, this is me. I'm going to probably say some shit out of line every now and then. Oh, I have to censor me. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, bleeps. I'll try not to cuss so much, but there's probably going to be a couple F words. I'm going to say something inappropriate and, you know, and I'm going to appreciate other cars. So it was just, it all worked out really great. Um, and then, but even now, like now I'm, I'm constantly like, what's, what's next for us? And, and it's you it's know question, like you it? said earlier um i don't know you know there's we've we've done so many things that are like um uh, dreams come true uh, you know like uh, speaking of fastest car that that trip to cali like bro how many people get to travel across the to the other side of the country do some shit for TV and hang out with their friends, drive up the coast, play around, and like experience what we did. That was carefree, eat all the food, smoke all the weed. Absolutely. We did so much, had Absolutely. so much fun. Mm-hmm. Man, and that and was celebrated just like a, and couldn't tell anybody why we were there. That was hard. That that's really hard, you know. But but it was like what a life experience, and and uh. We're gonna go do that again. Um, I don't know if we're okay with saying that now. I'm, I'm cool I'm, with that. I mean, I'm cool with it. Fuck we'll, it. But so you know, I'm in our own and, two wits, and that's it. Three and wits. so like, you know, we've had so many experiences that have just been like, I can't believe that happened, and we got to do this or do that. Now, some of the small things that I used to think would be a huge W are like, oh, that's cool. 
And neat. Yeah, like, <laughs> and it it sucks because sometimes I look at or you know get home and I'm like, maybe was I an asshole about that? Did I? Would somebody think I was an asshole because I wasn't like jumping up and down and even you know my buddy Tyler came over the other day to give you an example and and we were playing with the with my McLaren and and doing some remote tuning with M engineering and and he was you know he was in the passenger seat holding the computer and data logging and he's you know I made some pulls and he's like man are you he was over there like losing his shit. This like is so this cool. is so badass I'm so happy. and, and I'm I can't like, believe we're pulling into McLaren. I'm like, yeah I mean, yeah, it's cool, it felt good, but like for me it it what that was a huge thing and, and and it was huge. Like it's still huge for me. That was first pull in the car. Like, that's not the moment you're we're really for. driving, but that's not that's it. That's not the moment. For me now, like I don't need just a drive. I need a moment of pure perfection, where everything is flawless and seamless and right, and it responds exactly how I want it. That's I'm looking for that moment of just to to have any gratitude or or like sense of accomplishment. Okay, I can I can 100% understand. So like I can't I can't. I can't have that full like happiness until it's all accomplished. And most people would be like, dude, you should just be so happy. You pulled the motor out of a McLaren, upgraded everything, and got it to drive down the road again. You and don't I'm have to like, quote me, but that's cool. You know I'm like, <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, no, that's. I mean, yeah, yeah, that's that's cool. great, you know, but yeah, it's not. But I, it's not done. I want to see it hit two thirty, two forty, and like have a new look and a. I don't, you know. So you know, so I, like I'm this, worried about us. You like, should be worried. You should <laughs> I don't. Be worried. I don't I, know what's next. I kind of like that waiting in between period because it, it makes it makes the 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 points in between the wins you know when you're working on stuff mm-hmm. it kind of makes that that win last just a little bit longer right you know if we, when I say we can't keep winning I guess when I said that I kind of meant like like hey at this rate this is not sustainable for, <laughs> right. for us to be happy all the time I think you said that and then we it's like we we oh, we twisted all of our wins out of that rag and now we're yeah. left with just a gross yeah chamois yeah dry it out but but any no, dry rinse I, I, I don't uh, you know, I disagree. I think all I think everything that we've done up until this point has just been training us for the next step, and I think it's so big we can't even envision it yet. That like I think God has a plan for us, and He's put all these little steps in place for us. Uh, I like it when you say these kind of things because you're you're definitely more positive when you're talking about God's plan and stuff. Well, I truly believe it. Like, I, I'm not saying you have to or anyone no, else for but that it, matter. I do. But, I do 100. Um, percent But when you're saying it, it makes it it makes it easier for me to relax and go. Ah, yeah. Right. You know, like yeah. it makes it easier for me to. That's great. Acknowledge and, it and so do that more. And it and it helps me, man. Like I, you know, um, I've I've got a new, you know, I want to come out with or I'm. I plan on dropping a new line here very, very soon, hopefully with the unveiling of, of the 720 that I want to do a merch line of Stay Humble. So, you know, shameless, shameless plug to that. But, um, never look back. But never, and never look back. Um, but those are, those are both 
you know, it, to me, um, you know, they're both things that God has always instilled in me. And, and uh, I, I believe, and maybe it just makes life easier for me, whatever, but I truly believe there's a bigger plan that we can't see and that, um, that there's a God that loves us and protects us and has a plan. And, and sometimes, you know, not sometimes, all the time, um, gives us options, right? Like, we have options and okay. free will. So, yes. so I, you know, I don't believe, like, for example, I don't, I don't think you can, or for me, I don't pray... I don't go home at night and say, God, I pray that you just drop a Cohen seg on my doorstep. Those are not but mine. I do go home and say, God, I pray for you to give me the opportunities yes. to succeed and to be successful. And I pray that you put something in my path that I can capitalize on for my crew and my shop and my family. And, and he does. So... So I think, you know, everything that we've done in the past, like I said before, even just you and I being friends and you kind of getting me to do an interview on YouTube initially and like all those little things like I never thought about being on YouTube. I never thought about being on a network show. And now, you know, all those little steps have got me to a point where it's like, yeah, I can, I could... I could get into hosting my own show. I could, I could get into having my own race series. I could get into, like, like, there's there's a lot of things I'm more open to because of experiences we've had over the years. You know what to expect. That's right. You know to a what degree. To, to kind of like look for, yep. and you know yep. kind of like what the negatives are going to be with any sort of TV or sort of media now. Sure. Or, or any, any other direction that it happens to go. Like I'm, I keep my eyes open all the time and I'm always thinking about what, you know, what I might want to do, what would make me smile and happy and successful and new opportunities. new, new ventures. O- That's right. And, and eventually I, I think that maybe I just answered my, part of one of my own internal questions on this podcast, but, you know, kind of like on a what's next thing, I, you know, I don't know, like, it's like there's an infinite amount of directions we could go in. That's right. In any, in any, and I mean that in any aspect. Yep. And it's kind of, it's, it's almost overwhelming to the point where it's kind of hard to like choose. It is. You've been given so many directives. It's like, what am I going to commit to? Right. Because like, there's no... I'm not going to half-ass two of them. Right. I'm not going to quarter-ass four of them. Well, I'm not going to half-ass any of them. And, I'm going to whole-ass so, whatever I choose. That's right. And so part of what I was just saying is, like, I think I think what I just may have realized in this podcast was I, I have been a leader or one of the leaders in my industry for a while now, and and... And maybe that's maybe I I hit the top of my industry, and I just got to make sure that that my crew keeps it going in the direction it's going, so I can achieve success and and some other things. Like I don't know, maybe maybe ACW will be just fine. Um, maybe it's time where I can step out and do some different adventures Bigger and see. Stuff. Well, just 
change lanes. Not necessarily bigger or smaller, because I think being the top of any industry is extremely huge. Like, I, I don't want to belittle that whatsoever, but I can do new things and, and have some fun with them, whatever that is. Um, but kind of... Okay, maybe like go back to basics on other stuff and then well, kind of conquer saying, that industry. Be okay. I I did wraps. I, I'm number one on wraps. Now I'm gonna do well, uh, you know, okay motorcycles. I'm gonna go back to motorcycles. Be number one on motorcycles. Go. Kind of, you know. And I I, I guess poor I think, references. I think but. some of this is coming to me on the fly, like right now. But you know, I've, I've like I said before, I I think I've. I've conquered what I wanted to conquer in the rap industry, and I still want to see it grow and and be successful. But I think I've given it the platform to do so. Um, the other thing that really makes me happy is racing and and traveling. Like I love to travel and I love to race cars and I I like to be on different streets. So I don't know. Like and now we just you know, I, I, you and I literally, you know, I've been planning something for the 10-year anniversary for Danielle and I, but we just decided to take another trip to Cali and to run up the coast and through some canyons and, like, I don't know. I don't know what next year will hold, like. It's hard to even maybe, give a fuck, Maybe, you know? uh, sorry, there's a gnat in here, but I don't know, like, is the next thing going to be trying to find the fastest cars and drivers in the country and... Traveling around the U.S. And looking for the fastest mountain racers. We, We've talked about are that. Are we just gonna talk about it on stream? That, I mean, because I'm, I'm okay I don't with know. that. Like, I'm, I like, like I teasing said, people as much as possible. But I that's think an idea. I think it's just kind of hitting me now, like how real that could really be. Like, and you know, you and I have talked about it a little bit before, and I think it's. We've like, laid the groundwork of how we're gonna do it. Yeah, but but I think it's kind of been this. Well, that would just be like sometimes we we smoke and just that would be super cool. But I took that know, shit seriously. The more and more, yeah, and I did too. But I'm still like we talk about a lot of things that we just can't get to or yeah. like whatever. But but you know maybe that's really it for us or for me. Like I I love racing. I love traveling. I don't know. Like could we take the McLaren and find the fastest people in the world? Or the country, or then the world. I don't know. I like, think that if we decided to do it, we would enjoy it all up until the point where we didn't enjoy it. And then you and I would <laughs> look at each right. other and go, and be like, okay, what's next? Show's canceled. Let's <laughs> On to the next. But, hmm. And maybe that's what we do. Maybe we just do... But I look at some of these car shows on TV today, man, and some of these YouTube channels. Not all of them, but, but some of them, and I'm like... Why in the fuck are these people driving cars? They don't know what the fuck they're talking about or they're doing, and they don't understand the car. Like, this is so scripted or so... Like, like we could do a car show way better. No, I'm oh, not saying all of them. I'm not no, saying, 100%. like... I think that, know, we, in, that there aren't some good shows. With the I'm way that saying, we do stuff normally. Like, the way right. you and I go out and we'll run the mountains. Yeah. Or anything like that with the way but, we have the walkie-talkies and all that shit set But you know what's so crazy about that, Dan, is like... There's no one else, like other people, I don't think there's a, there's other people that really do that shit. We've talked about that before, like there's not, there's not a lot of people doing that kind of thing right now. Like it's there's easier, 
it's easier to show drag racing. It's easier to show this other stuff. And but honestly, man, like some of the happiest times of my life, like I can't describe to anyone. And those like they'll just never know. It it it's it hadn't been caught on camera. It's non-describable. Like some of that shit and even sometimes if i just told you about it you'd be like this guy's full of shit like it, it's no way and i'm over here I'm like i can't telling. make this shit up like you know? I can't, it's I like can't. Some, some things are just so good it's not worth telling because it'll never translate which sucks mm -hmm. because it's like there's been so much stuff in my life that of course i've been like man i wish i could just like convey to justin or, or to anybody how cool mm -hmm. that was or like yeah but unless you were there unless it was captured it's kind of like i mean that's just a bunch of cool shit that happened out of someone's mouth yeah. Which kind of sucks. Yeah. Yeah. And, it, you know, and, and I've said before, too, like, um, every trip I've ever taken to the mountains, regardless of what mountain it is, has been a different experience. Yeah. I've been to the mountains a lot in a lot of different cars. And every single one of them is a different experience. It's different emotionally, spiritually, physically. It's always different. So... I don't know, you know, maybe maybe we try to capture some of that. Maybe we don't, maybe we never do that. But, uh, but you know, I think life has, you know, ultimately what I was getting at is I think life has a lot in store that for everyone, not just you and I, all of our fans and viewers too. Like, you don't, you know, just because you see us as inspiration doesn't mean being a YouTuber is necessarily for you or that being a rapper is necessarily for you. Right. Just take take our ambition and our motivation and direct that and our what makes you happy. And our yeah, our you know, refusal to lose and or to lose sight or whatever it is, but take that as inspiration in your lane. Whatever your lane is, do that. Whatever you know, and I say you're lame, whatever you're passionate about, whatever your thing is, you know, go go run that. Use a, use us as motivation to do your thing. It, it doesn't necessarily have to mean you you do our thing. And a lot of people <laughs> you know just want, yeah, a lot of people just Not to want discourage something. you. If you want to be a rapper, you want to be a YouTuber, by all means. Don't be a YouTuber. Like, <laughs> I mean, you know. Don't be a rapper, you rapper. There's enough garage installers. I was sitting there, like, I was thinking about it the other day, and I was just, I was like, I was going to the bathroom or something. <laughs> I wasn't even anything important. I was just like, mm -hmm. man, YouTube has consumed up my entire life. Like, wouldn't it be cool to have a clock that just told you how many hours you... No. It would not be cool. Uh, I would, fucking hate that. It would suck. I wouldn't, I wouldn't even want to look at that, because I'd be I like... Agree. Oh, well, cool. Well, according to that, I've made like point zero five two cents an hour. You know, imagine <laughs> like if someone, if you calculated all the yeah, work and effort you put into yeah, your job. But, yeah, but, but the experience, the life experiences For have sure. been priceless, man. Yeah. So, uh, so you, you can't put a price tag on that. But I don't know. I think it's, I think it's going to be interesting to see, see where everything goes for us and how it evolves and. See what the next couple of years have in store. I know, I know this year is. Uh, I can feel it. It's going to be a good me year. Me too. Me too, man. And I, I think it's. I think we're going to get met with some of our biggest challenges and obstacles that we've ever faced. Um, 
sure. I think we're also I think we're also gonna <laughs> gonna, you know, uh see the biggest rewards that we've ever had. And I hope so. Yeah. Well I mean, you know, again, just I was so excited yesterday, you know, when I called you and and you were on the same wavelength as I was with the Cali thing. But even that in itself, like just so many big things, like, again, thinking about last year and how to top last year. And last year was a little weird with the COVID shit, so it's not as hard to top. But, yeah, it's going to be pretty easy to beat. Yeah. Anything past March of last year right, is going to be right. banging. But but I'm excited to see, you know, see I know I know some things that are ahead of us. I'm excited about this Cali trip. Uh Danielle and I hit our 10-year anniversary. I can't believe Caden's first year of being 16 and driving like one shop, of his three vehicles. The shop doing good, and and my first real chance to step away from that a little bit to explore other things that that I want to do. So I don't know, man. I I think this is going to be a year where we look back and be like, wow, that didn't see that shit coming. But I hope um, it's like a in a good, great yeah, in way. a great way. In like, a great way. Wow, that yeah. turned out great. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, but like I said, I, I think that's I think that's what what we see and or uh, what we're seeing now. Like just just that trip to Cali. Like it's crazy how incredibly easy. It, I mean, it has you know we've still got stuff we got to do to prepare for it, but. Like that trip's gonna happen. I think that's gonna be the most incredible thing. I like. I don't know how to describe it, but it's like my even... brain is getting horny for the excitement. Like if that yes. makes sense. Like it's yes. like my whole body yes. is like, yes. I can't wait to go out to Cali and do all the fun shit again. Yes, yes, and do but do it on a bigger scale and with my own shit more. this time. Like yes. don't get me wrong. I like the I like the fact that I was able to rent a car and not give a fuck about it. You know, and you it would did. probably give me the same feeling if I rented a red one. You know, whatever. No, but. <laughs> It wouldn't, man. It's, it's going to be so much better. There's just something different. Like I, you know, like I said, taking overkill to to Vegas for the first time. The like, ZL1. That yeah, was insane. And, and so you know, like just I'll never forget that when we were, first pass we made down Vegas Boulevard, like you and the ZL1 and me and overkill, and it was like dude when you got your buildings. own yeah but we were in our own shit and so it was just staring. like yeah it was like man this is it's a different feeling than renting a car being in somebody else's shit so yeah we're gonna go see all of cali and i think that's gonna be super exciting and i'm stoked about that and then what, we're gonna see some new stuff this time we we're gonna go to some old places, but this trip will be different. So we are. If we you guys are. really enjoyed the, if you guys really enjoyed the California content that we made the last trip, uh, this will be a million times better. And it, I thought Absolutely. that I still watch those videos and go like, man, what a fucking trip that was. What a good God, trip. it was. It was, man. And I remember tricking you in the elevator, like. Oh, when you. I'll when never you, forget uh, that, bro. That was so dick. cool. You're like, yeah, well, I'll tell you, you about it when we go upstairs. You came in like, did you win? Did you win? I'm like, bro, I'll tell you about this shit when we get up to the condo. And I know, like, I could just see you were like, like, fuck, we came to Cali and you lost. That's not why. I was so hurt suck. for you. Like, I was, like, so yeah. hurt. I was like, dude, my fucking friend 
came out and he said he didn't give a fuck but like the way you looked at me in that moment right. you did a good job about playing it off i did but when was... you looked at me like i felt that pain it was right. like oh my god i feel so sad i'm, like, <laughs> I'm hurt for him i want him to know he tried his best i'm proud yeah. of him but fuck and then yeah. you're like you open that door and there's a trophy with hundreds sticking out of it yeah. and the fucking uh what's it called bottle like a big of bottle champagne. champagne sitting in it they had some pre-rolls ready and man what a fucking night was yeah. that the moon rocks night yeah that was i drove that... home to my hotel. It wasn't far though. It was like two blocks. We might not include that in there. I don't know. Yeah. But I remember being like in that Hellcat <laughs> being like, what fucking street am I on? Where am I at? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know, man. I'm I'm just, I'm stoked to do that. I'm, I'm stoked to do it better and, and to see what else is. I'm excited to get away. Me and you both. But, yeah. For some fun. For like, yeah. I love this place. I do too. I know you love your shop. Yep. But no matter what, there's still like a sense of work here. You know, there's still Absolutely. like a sense of Absolutely. And like I think for once in a long time we'll be out of our out of our and work I, and into our fun again. Yeah, I, I mean I think we're still gonna be working. Obviously we're gonna be working in Cali. We're we're Different filming kind it of work, and whatnot. But I guess that's what excites me or, or you know, that's part of the excitement for me is um I you know, I know that's that's your typical work but you know i'm excited to go take that adventure and and get it on film like i said before there's so much that i do that just doesn't no one sees or can appreciate or really knows so i'm excited to to take some of these adventures and get them on camera and and show people some real just this is what the fuck we do um and how it goes down. I'm a little nervous. A little bit. A little bit nervous. A little bit nervous. I don't want people I'm to know about all the, excited. you know. Yeah. But, but it's, you know, and, uh, you know. I've been really uh, good on camera the past couple of years. Like, I've cut out most of the <laughs> yeah. illegal stuff. Like, right. the driving fact. I tried to yeah. say that. I posted a video the other day. I'm doing, like, 105, just cruising. Right. Anyway. Well, and I'm kind of excited to, you know, I've, I think I've, I've been, I'm, and I'm open to being more public about, are about us going before we do it normally we just talk about or we show you know by the time we show something we've already done it i'm okay with saying we're gonna do it and and i'm you know i've I've got some expectations that there's gonna be some fast guys out there that maybe want to meet up or do some runs maybe someone up there wants to show me their canyon run um, that would be so cool if we could and, find some locals and that's it man like i, I want to find like who's king of the hill on the west coast who's who's out there running running these canyons and how fast are they and can they disappear on me uh a road i don't know and i've never been on before there it's, might be some bikers out there that could it, well, really I think put no, in a good challenge. You know, but, I mean, we were looking for cars. I, I think there's, yeah, there's definitely some cars out there that that can can beat me on those roads. Like it's it's just, but I want to see just how bad they can beat me, or just how much I can keep up um, yeah. on some shit I've never done before. So, like you know, this is a bunch of different things and seeing different places bunch of fun and things we can do with it too. That's right. Yeah, so I'm I'm stoked about all of that, and um, I don't know, man. And then and then I'm stoked to see what's after that. Like I don't I don't have any plans after that, but 
necessarily right now, but I think if it goes well, there could be a lot more of it. So I I think uh, that uh, does, it, does it turn into Justin and Dan takes on the country? I don't I don't know. Or we you know we already have our our ways of being able to do it. Right. We just need the right. I guess we just need the right motivation. I don't even need the right motivation to do it. Like I'm I still want to do it. That's kind of I mean it kind of hit me on this podcast. Like I I mean we do we have the resources we have. We have the we have the vehicles we, we have, have the, trucks, the vehicles the trailers. we have the trucks we have everything we need and the people behind us that we need. Turns out I know how to turn anything into a living quarters. Right, and or and or film vehicle. Yeah, I don't I don't know, man. Like, like you just think about all the cool shit we can do. The cool shit we're gonna do. Like I think that's, that's not a good that place. we could do that we're gonna do. And there, I think that's a good place for us to, to end this podcast on to wrap this up at. Yeah. It's going on 7 o'clock now. Yeah, and I got an hour ride home. I know you so, do. Yeah, Big I'm bummer. I wonder what that's like. Fuck you. <laughs> now I know. Now yeah, I know. especially at night, have fun. Yeah. Um, but I think I think anybody who's watching or listening uh, should be hopefully really excited to see the shit. Because, yeah. like, we only talked about, like, we scratched the surface of the shit that we've been Absolutely. planning. Yep. Um, and I know that we got big plans and we got a lot of resources That's that right. are like coming together like we got a lot of crazy yep. shit so we do and i'm looking I, forward to doing more cool shit with you buddy me too brother and and just i think i'm looking forward to just being us and enjoying it and getting to experience it just like, get to go out and have fun like with no right. like, no mental blocks that's it like no That's no it. bullshit on my mind. I want to be other and nothing restraining us or holding us back. No limitations on creativity, and just seeing where it goes. Like I think it's gonna be some fun shit. I do too, man. I can't I'm ready. wait, brother. I'm glad we got to do this. This was so cool as shit. Our first podcast, like, and we're gonna do more of these. I, I enjoyed this a lot more than I anticipated. I'm glad you got out your own butt about it. I'm glad you didn't be like, fuck right. Dan, fuck podcast, and then leave. Cause man, Atlanta traffic. Fuck Atlanta traffic. You came at a bad time, too. These like highways, man. Three o'clock like, on Sunday. Oh, my God. Um, but I enjoyed this, though. I, I think this is going to be a great... I want to do this more. And I man, think, according yeah, to I bet the response is going to be fucking stupid positive. I think so. It's like I said, it's us being us. So. It's, like a, it's like a car vlog, except without the cars. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And it's a good way for us to like hammer out ideas about kind of like some cool stuff we can do yeah. before we go do them. Yeah. Without trying too hard. Yeah. Build the hype up. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm.